Yo, what's up, everybody? My name is Oxlade, and you're listening to From Lagos with Love, the best podcast in Nigeria, without a doubt. Everybody thought, oh, the joke stars come again. Oh, oh, oh. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's all move on. <laughs> Thanks. How we starting the pod? Jesus Christ. I guess this is how we started the pod. It was good. It was good. It was good. Bro, you know, you guys know I almost got killed, like, on huh? Saturday. Oh, my. Bro, this was. You know, this is on no, brand serious. for you, though. It's very on brand. No, no, this one, yo, I don't lie to you yet. This one was very serious. This one was, like, the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life, bro. Like, literally, I was about to, where I was in D.C., we're driving. I wanted to go to one of the African clubs. There. I was just going to, let me just explore, you know. Bro, that's how I turned right, bro. I see niggas running, like a group of niggas running towards the main road. I, at first, I thought they were jogging. It was dark. Like, it was dark. It was like a Friday night and stuff, bro. That's how I see a nigga come on the road, bro. Start shooting across the street, bro. Uh-uh. I reversed on the one way. Bro, I reversed uh-uh. on the one way, bro. Like, bro. I, bro, I don't like to. I had goosebumps for like 25 minutes after, like because I the nigga I can never forget him. This nigga was skinny as fuck. Came in the middle of the road with like a pink hoodie, started mm-hmm. shooting across. Bro, I was confused too because this is like you know DC now. Like you know what? I've heard DC is dangerous, but like where I was at, like it was people. A lot of people was like you know like a downtown now, like where people are walking. So for niggas to just come out and, bro. I was so scared, bro. I, bro, thank God that there was no car behind me, bro. Because I would have had to leave my car there and just start running, bro. Like, there's one nigga's face that is stuck in my mind. Like, the first nigga mm-hmm. I saw running towards my shit, bro. I don't let you, bro. I was so happy that niggas didn't turn and say, oh, yeah, you that you saw this. Let me start mm-hmm. shooting at your car or some shit like that, bro. I forget. Because I'm almost... forget the... Ah, bro, I don't let you, bro. I'm sc- now, bro. Like, I don't let you for the past week. I've been so fucking paranoid, bro. Even going out at night, like, I don't like. She gave me like some fucking PTSD. Like, I've never that type of shit. Yeah, you, you, this type of shit you hear in like music or you see it in like YouTube videos or something. I never thought I'd actually ever see some shit like that in my life, bro. Like, and don't from Lagos to podcast also, bro. Like, dog, this happened in what, like this you, happened man. in Baltimore or something. No, this is DC. This is DC. Like that's why I was, that's why I come off guard too. Like because, bro, imagine you're just on GPS, bro. Like your 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 map says make a um I think it was, make a right turn. You make that right turn. You just start seeing see niggas shooting, bro. And it's a one way. What the bro? Fuck? I had to reverse back, bro. The, the the other cars on the other side of the road, like they were about to turn like um left. So they were like confused. Everybody was confused, but niggas were looking at that area because obviously it's a, it's a gunshot. Like it was like two or three shots fired, bro. I Me, mean, I didn't even waste time, bro. I didn't call police nothing. I, I just know. drove away. Like, <laughs> did you say anything about it I, on the news or something? I checked. Like, you know, this, have you ever used this citizens app? Like, no, but I think we should download this shit, bro. Like, it lets you know like one niggas are popping. Like, it shows you all the crime in your area, bro. Like, you'd be like, what the fuck? Baltimore is, yeah. So I went on it, but I didn't see anything about that shooting. But, but there was another shooting that same day. But where I was, like, I looked at the maps of the city. Because it shows you, in, like, a Google Maps. It's not show you, like, the dots of crime. 
I looked at the maps, bro. I didn't see the shooting. Nothing was reported and stuff, bro. Like, I didn't know niggas could be so brazen and bold in public like that to start shooting. Like. That's wild. Uh, I'm just happy. I'm, bro, it made me so happy I'm alive, bro, because I'm, I'm always paranoid about some shit like that. Where, like, um, some nigga will just come and start shooting. And, you know, because, you know, America, every day you have a school shooting or something. Or you even hear about these gang members shooting. But they always be shooting themselves. So, like, for it to happen. Like, bro, this shit was, like, I'm telling you, it was, like, 10 feet in front of my car, bro. Like. Like, th- that's how close the nigga was that was shooting. That's why I'm so happy, like, he didn't say, oh, this nigga saw me or some shit. Because I didn't see his face. I only saw, like, what he was wearing. But I knew he was skinny. He was wearing, like, a pink hoodie. Yeah. I don't like to you, bro. Do I am, bro? It almost sound like niggas were trying to jump him, so he decided to air that bitch out. And bro, this was strange, bro. I feel like it's probably, like, maybe the nigga just saw his off and ran up. Because it was mm-hmm. dark, bro. Like, just nigga, when you... When you because one thing that maybe triggered me too is when I... Because before the guy came on the road and started shooting, I saw a bunch of niggas running the other direction. Mm-hmm. So that's when I now knew that, yo, this is not a jog. Because uh... I thought that maybe it was a group of niggas jogging or something. Like, but when I think back at it, I don't know why I thought like that. Because it was like 11 p.m. at night. Oh, no, niggas, so niggas, know I... niggas know they suck to jog. Bro, uh, bro, once, when, I saw, when I saw one of the niggas was wearing jeans, I knew that, like, yeah, bro, like, there's some nigga shit going on here. Niggas, cool. they wear off white. Is this a day joke? No, but, you know, it's just like, you know, like, when you're making the right turn, sometimes, like, if there's a building there, you can't really see right, the right, other right, side right. of the road. Yeah, so it was that kind of thing, because if I seen, like, it was a bunch of niggas doing some, I mean, right turns, you can't even really see anything, so there's nothing you could have done there. I'm just glad that, like, he started shooting before my car passed him, or because imagine if you not, my, as my car was not passing him, it's now when he started shooting across the street or something, bro. Like who knows, bro? Man, I was thinking of so many things, bro. That I, I had like goosebumps for like thirty minutes, bro. I was like, bro, like, bro, what the fuck just happened, like? So ah, man, I, I'm I'm curious, what do atheists say in situations like that? Do you say thank God and say pause or some shit, or what do you? <laughs> bro, I don't know, bro. See that one, bro. All that shit is just. But whatever comes out of your mouth comes out of your mouth, bro. I, I just know that I was like, bro, I was just, I had like goosebumps, bro. Like, for like 30 minutes, bro. Like, damn. I, uh, man, like, ah, uh, I'm just, uh, bro, you should make me happy that I'm alive, bro. Because that, as me, as much as I, I've said on the podcast many times, I, like, I tried to like, oh, plan just in case anything. But that one, you can't, you can't, no matter whatever planning, bro. I was really thought I was going to go. The club was even closed, you know, funny enough, because I still went to the club after. Because, uh-huh. bro, I'm not driving to, like, bro. You still went to the club? <laughs> well, I have to continue the rest of my night now because the guy didn't shoot my car. Nothing crazy happened. Like, when I think back, I probably should have called police to let them know that, yo, niggas is shooting here, bro. But, I mean, at the same time, I don't, niggas, I'm happy I didn't do some crazy shit. That's how they're going to involve me some shit that doesn't have any business to do with me just because I was driving there that that shit happened. This is a this is a good um, yeah I mean <laughs> we're glad you're alive yeah, yeah bro, I'm yeah. glad I'm glad I'm alive too I was thinking about Nikkei funny enough I was like damn this dog like Aww. they haven't put enough food Aww. no that I always think about because there's nobody else here, you know? okay <laughs> <laughs> bro, what the fuck. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> That's so cute, though. Oh, nah, because, shit. like I said, there's nobody else here, you know. It's just me in my apartment. I always think about that shit. If something happens to me, 
my aunt or my, my family, they're all like far away. Like no fear. Nigga nobody else has a sandwich or some shit. Bro, I don't even lock a cage when I leave. Like, because if I go and lock it, something happens to me now. She'll just be stuck in that cage shouting. Nobody will hear nothing. Mm-hmm. So I, I always fill up a bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, bro, uh, she will eat it. She will find a way, bro. Whatever. The food that she's not eating now, if something happens to me, she will eat that food, bro. Like, I leave all her food out for her so that if anything happens, she has food to eat. She can mm-hmm. still survive for for some, some months or days or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you for your life, bro. Thank you for your life, man. Thank you for your life, man. Imagine R.I.P. Salter. Hell no. Hell no. Next day, next day, IOT to go replace you for this pod. Just when niggas' life is starting to... We just tell him that, hey, by the way, our co-host just died, so like... Nah, but if anything you niggas need to do like a crazy... We could just say... We just say, but our our crews don't graduate too. You go like, you go like join the crew. <laughs> oh shit! You know it's funny. One of one, one episode we're talking about how Sultan is the most likely to like go out and have a piano land on him from the sky. That shit bro, is like. I don't no like joke. you, bro. This is close like, enough. Yeah, this is pretty yeah. close. This is pretty close. I'm so paranoid now. Like I don't like to. I'm so paranoid Hello? because. Hey. Aot. Oh, hey, what's up? OG. 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 Anything for your boys. <laughs> I'm not a boy. I'm not a boy. Anything for your boys and girl. Hello, everyone. What's <laughs> um, Nothing much. I just did. Um, thanks for joining us, man. Thank so, you for joining us, man. You, man. It's a pleasure yeah, to have you. Yeah, no problem. No problem. It's all good. This was... This was a surprise to some of us as we did when 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 we were having the podcast meeting before and they said, Oh, loose talk, um, um AOT two is coming on and stuff. I was like, What? Like AOT two, the same AOT two from like <laughs> from, I like, thought yeah, I was shocked. Well, I, I was I so knew, shocked. I knew, I knew he nah, choked. I was you. so shocked. <laughs> yeah, this one he choked. This one he really choked. I'm a AOT AOT, this guy is putting it lightly, man. This nigga jizzed his pants when he found out. Oh, he just said, uh huh. Did you say you pause or did you say pause did you say, or pulse? Or did you say pulse? Exactly. Did you say pulse? No, no. Was that? Pause. 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 I'm just a big fan, you know. We've been listening to you since those loose Thank talk you days. Very much. So, yeah, it's, it's nice to have yeah. you with you on here, man. Yeah. Hi, man. Have we, have we started? Have we recorded? Oh uh, yeah, we already yeah we started. Uh, Sultan was just telling us oh. about a, a very near life-ending experience that he had, but that's usual for him because you know, yeah, uh. content. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, welcome to the From Lagos to Love podcast. You know, uh, Thanks, man. you know we do it. Your boy Wuchi, aka the Chocolate Monster, aka the African Wizard here. Uh, Small chops in the, is in the building. Small chops, how far now? Um, you know, I'm doing pretty well today. Thank God. All right, all right. Uh, Sultan is in the building. Sorry, as well. why are you called? Sorry, sorry, why is she called small chops? <laughs> There's no reason, honestly. Small chops, no. give them. I beg, don't be modest. Tell them why you're called. No, them. you're honest. If anything, you're the one who needs to explain that name because I don't actually have an explanation. Um, uh, uh, but women's rights, yeah, do, uh, and she still says she doesn't know the meaning. So no when they not. ask you outside, and Okuchi is not there, That's, what do you do? No mind that. Eh? Um, you know, I just the the, the name has just stuck and. We're just moving along with that. So, unless wow. she wants to give context. Okay. 
in front of company again honestly I, I feel like it was just random so i don't really yeah care i saw okuchi just said that shit randomly and it stopped yeah and it worked yeah. like it was one of those like moments and no <laughs> yeah. what it was was i said i said shopsy and okuchi was like small chops and he entered i was like oh shit oh my yes sir <laughs> uh sultan is in the building as well yeah you know the vibes yeah it's young, young wishida here um it to have a beef with you on loose talk, we, I sent in a fan beef? mail. I sent in a fan mail and you butchered my name. It. Yeah, no, you butchered my name. Oh, you, said, you said Bushidu. <laughs> oh, sorry, what's the name? Nah, nah, it's just a joke. Like It's my nickname. It's not actually my oh. real name. But everybody was oh, just making okay, fun. Okay. When, when they all listen to it, they were all making fun of me that, that you butchered. <laughs> you do, yeah, no, <laughs> they have fun. Yeah, they have fun. Yeah, they have fun. But yeah, and we also have the Nintendo in the Damn, you ain't even let oh, them have that. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to transition. I was trying to transition. Anyway, uh, AOT, in case, in case you don't know, I'm the I'm Beyonce of the pod. Just oh case, God, just, I just, you know, amongst the three of us, I need to be Beyonce. I need to show out out here. So I need to be diva. So, okay, that's uh, good for you. Diane Nintendo in the building. Uh, also, me too, I get beef with you. Yeah, Back well. then, when, uh, uh, when how many people? The, ah, you've been waiting okay now. You plenty. Uh, uh, that when, when I used to shout best pod, best pod. I was telling you back there, top three was from Lagos to Love, number two, Black Culture, and number three, Loose Talk. So, and you were tamed on your pod. I know you were acting us, but no worry, you leave that one. We got a joke, not advance, man. Nah, I know, I know it's in advance, I know it's in advance. I just want you to know that we are out here, we are hearing you, and we are throwing shots at you, Sha. Anyway. Uh, no problem, it's all good. It's all fair in love and podcasts. Uh, yeah, too, man. Shout out to you for being so cool, man. Like, just in yeah, yeah. responding to the invite and everything, man. Um, some some dope shit. Actually, we're planning yeah. on uh, doing a little surprise here and having Steve join us unannounced. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> clearly, we we know who they show up. We know who they show up. Who they show up last for the pod for for for. Uh, that was is definitely is definite. That was definite. Nah, be. Yeah, that was definite. <laughs> that was definite. <laughs> I'm surprised if he slept up because it's actually pretty late in Nigeria. What's the time? He actually said he was not feeling too good, like last time I spoke to him. So, yeah, hopefully, that's how my that's how my people behave. After like nine o'clock, they shut off. Oh, okay, thirty plus gang and a regular people. Well, we thank the Lord. uh, Steve, you know, (laughs) yeah, well soon. Uh, a, so as we did, man, like we just have a, a bunch of questions for you. We just want to chop it up about wow. uh, just like almost the, the way you guys started and just like your influence and you know a bunch of things. Actually, I don't even know where to start from. Man. Sultan, since you've been fangirling out, I'll let you uh, nah, have the okay, so, <laughs> Like I've just wondered, like what made you even get into pause and stuff like that? Because from you are you guys are actually the first podcast I think I remember listening to. Because I was yeah. tired of listening to music all the time. And, you know, after you play, like, your playlist a couple of times, it gets boring. So I was just looking for something different. And I actually stumbled upon the MI episode on Twitter when, they, they, were, when they were killing yeah, you guys. And I was episodes. like, yeah, me too. I remember I was angry too. I was like, I want this guy. I listen to the podcast. And I ended up liking it, funny enough. And from that, you guys put me on to Joe Budden, all the, all the other podcasts and stuff like that too. So... 
And yeah. yeah, I just want to know, like, what even encouraged you guys to start it? Because that was like a very big thing when you look back at it. Like that yeah. podcast really did a lot for Nigerian podcast. Yeah. So, um, like you know, Steve and I plus Osage, we were working in Pulse Nigeria at the time, and we used to have this mad debate in the office. Like we used to say like crazy things, and everybody used to look at us. Like how we used to analyze Nigerian music and pop culture. Like they didn't believe like there are people like this. And we're already listening to um, Shalamin's pod, Brilliant Idiots, right? And I think Joe Body's podcast was on them, but it wasn't quite popular. So we're listening to uh, Brilliant Idiot, also the Rap Reader podcast. And we just decided one day, one crazy day in the office, it was early in the morning. I was like, yo, let's do this podcast thing, you know. And Princess walked in at that moment, and she just said, whatever you guys are working on right now, I want to be part of it. And that's how we created the Loose Talk podcast. Wow. Just, it was just all vibes and bands, not really anything. Just for us to talk our mind. We were very notorious back then for speaking our mind. We're going to talk about like that. that. Not like now that we've all sold out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, go- I was going to bring that up later too because there was this whole whiskey incident, but we'll, we'll get into that. Who is whiskey? Whiz- I can't remember that episode. Who be that? 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 When was that? When was that? I must have been listening on that part. Uh, I, I, I think I'm a red video. I'm not sure. But. Absence. Uh. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like, what was the reception like at the beginning? Like, was it like... Man, it was... First of all, the first episode we ever did got lost. The fact I got lost, you know, so that never came out. Then we did the next one, and the reception was slow. You know, I think we had like maybe thirty streams like the first week. Mm. You know, uh, but it was just word of mouth spreading. I remember when we first had our first when we first hit two hundred streams on SoundCloud, we we're like, "Yo, we blow! We are the biggest in the world!" You know, but gradually, you know, with people like Bizu and other um, other guys around us in the industry, they were like, "Yo, this content is mad," and it was just underground P, word of mouth. People just started spreading it and spreading it. And they were like, yo, there's this crazy podcast where these guys are saying that, man, they don't care. They're dissing everybody. They're saying the wildest shit that has never been said before. Mm. And we didn't do any marketing. We didn't do any advice. We didn't do any promo. It was just word of mouth. Before, and before we knew it, we just created like a cult fan base. Oh, okay. So just like, um, so so while that started like was it just the joe budding like charlemagne to them was there any other one was there any nigerian podcast then or was it um, what you guys so we actually checked the nigerian podcast i think there was a guy who was doing like a podcast where it was it was i don't think he had any, he had any mileage then there was one mm-hmm. podcast that launched like a week before us um it's called it was called we just got back right mm. I think like three IJGB girls, they're doing their thing. It got a little bit of traction too, but for all, it was like a barren land. There was nobody doing that, like on a major level mm-hmm. back then. And you know, the field was open and we just decided to run with it and we ran with it. So it was, there was no like, there wasn't any Nigerian podcast that we were looking at as like, oh, inspiration, you know. Oh, okay. So just, um, just one quick question to like, you guys are all like music nerds. Have you always been like that since you were young? Because sometimes when I used to listen to the episode, I used to wonder like, man, these guys is like their brain is like a library. Especially Osagi when he wants to go when he goes to go yeah. and pull out some, some producer that produced one obscure Nigerian album in nineteen eighty five, yeah. and Osagi will say Osage the is, whole. It's very academic with it. Yeah, like and you, 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 you and Steve, too. You guys always remember some like 
specific details and when you when i'm not gonna look at it yeah on here, I'm like, it wow. was just yeah i think that's what just brought us together as like friends like we all just loved music from a nerd perspective like you know um for me i don't know about the others i don't know how they fell in love with music or hip-hop at the time but for me it was a secondary school i was ethical i was a nerd and i'll just be among the cool kids so i would go and watch tv yeah and i'll write down the name of the artist the name of the the, the record label the name of the music video director you know I'll, i had a notebook like that and i'll cram it and i'll go to school the next day and i'll be saying this is rubbish and people will be like wow this guy really knows music and from then it just started accumulating and accumulating from secondary school then to university then i got into the music industry and the Nigerian music industry was popping at that time, so everything just became one mass explosion. And you know, we we're just consuming knowledge. And you know, thank God for the magazines we also read Vibe, Double XL, Source. I don't think they exist anymore. I don't think they print regularly anymore. So yeah, that was I was just reading and reading and reading magazines. I was going online, cyber cafes back there, reading the history of hip hop, like mad. I would just spend like hours in the cyber cafe reading and reading and reading. So I guess that's what made us stand out, like in the loose of podcast, because we had already had like years of research and just being fans of the culture. And I guess when it was time for us to come out and speak, we're not just speaking from like bare facts, like ordinary facts. We really had knowledge. I was also in the industry, so we had some behind the scenes stories, also some colorful stories, you know, that we said. And you know, we was mad. It was just different. Like that's what people wanted at that time. Be honest, so and that's what we give them. Yeah, it was okay. definitely like a, a breath of. Okay, you don't mind. Okay, I'll let you jump. I just want to just say this quickly. Yeah, it was definitely like a breath of like fresh air, like yeah. hearing like those because it made me realize that like a lot of the things you guys say in terms of like our music is not documented, like a lot of the history yeah, of Nigerian music is definitely. lost. So young people like me, I'm just 24, so like trying to learn about this stuff wow. is very hard. Like, and I love listening yeah, to old Nigerian music. Like, in 2016, I started discovering, like, um, there's this this William Onyabo, stuff like that. Like, and when you now yeah. look at, look, Google them, it's actually Onyibos that are the ones that are doing the documenting of their history and stuff like that. So it was nice to hear you guys actually, like, talking about stuff like that because at least we know that some Nigerians are there that are interested in. In this, I like yeah, actually yeah. want to preserve stuff like that. Yeah, so Uchi, you can go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so hold on, you good? You sure? You sure? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So Uchi, when you guys like were you know when you started off or at least in the early stages, did you imagine that you would have that kind of cultural impact and that you guys would kind of be like some kind of godfathers, or be forefathers, and you know this starting this Nigerian See. podcast industry? Like, did you envision any of that happening? Never, we didn't. We just thought that we just had rubbish every week, put it out, some people like it. We never ever thought that it would be something that would change the game that the way it did, you know. I think we started discovering it when we started going out. Like individually we go out and people just calling us, LT to Steve, what's like what's up? I listen to the new stuff podcast, blah 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 blah. I'm like, yo fam, is it this serious? Like I don't think it should be this serious, but it, we were surprised that we went to like places in Nigeria that we even know. And we're not surprised about, like, especially with our fan base in the diaspora, people in U.S., people in Canada, people in U.K., reaching out to us. We're, like, shocked. Like, yo, 
what the hell are we doing? Like, it was, I think it was bigger than anything we even did in post as individual uh, employees. Like, mm. I didn't even think post knew at that time how big the podcast was. They that these three guys were taking out time every Friday to talk. See, today is still shocking. Like, it's, I have like mm. craziest, some crazy fan stories, like people pulling up to you in weird places and be saying, yo, you love the podcast. Thank you for what you guys are doing. Like, we didn't believe it. It was so huge. So did you ever get like some podcast pussy off of that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 I, I what, what did they say Hollywood? Yeah, I played the fifth. Gentlemen, don't kiss and tell. Sorry. Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, that, that's yeah. one of the best ways to utilize your platform, though. Because if they're giving it to you, why not take it? Like, I mean, with Yeah. Excuse oh, me. I haven't forgotten where about the, your wife and kids in the bad door. Yes. We are in the meet. Yes. Excuse me. We are in the meet to era. So that's what I said. Please. With consent. With yes. yes. Written, cons- written consent. Please. I recorded consent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But your wife and kids, are they good? The ones in the bad door. First of all, I'll kill. I have to kill us. First of all, that's a nasty transition. That lie. That's a nasty transition. That lie has not given birth to another monster entirely on this one. Like that lie has legs now. It's flying. Like I don't know how people just believe that lie. Well, you know. Have any bees? Have any bees been like AOT to like because of the, that like specific lie? Have they been like, nah, I'm not giving you a chance because you might have a family somewhere hidden. Sorry, nah. Well, first of all, I'm not shitting on anybody, but mm. it's Nigerian bills. Nigerian bills knock my head all the time, so what's the point? Fans, <laughs> I'm all, so, if, anything, if anything, made him more attractive, Seth. Leave all that Twitter talk alone, bro. Married men are brapping every day and night. Facts. So after you guys kicked off and, uh, you know, things started moving smoothly, um, at what point did you decide, okay, we want to start having industry people on here? And how, how easy or hard was it for you to get those people to come in and tell your own behind-the-scenes stories as well? Okay. I think we made it conscious that we won't have guests because we didn't want it to be guest-driven. Hmm. We wanted it to be personality-driven, the three of okay. us. Okay. You know, we didn't want it to be like a rap radar podcast where they always had an artist. Right. But our first guest was Bizu, and Bizu was just a huge fan. And he, was, he has been our guy since way back. We all entered the industry at the same time. Mm-hmm. He was doing his thing with Mohit. So we, also saw, we saw his rising source coming up on the media side too. And he decided to just holler at us and, yo, guys, I want to come through. And he came through. Mm-hmm. And we just said, yo, this thing is mad. We could have guests once in a while. And before you, first of all, we were picking guys that we knew, like Bankuli, um, Bizu Hept of the ASA, like friends of the family. We had mm-hmm. them, Damien Lebe, you know, we had Folu Storms, people we could easily call. Then it now became a thing of people hitting us up and saying, yo, I want to jump on the podcast. I need to be on this podcast. Because people felt free. You know, they felt they could just say anything. I think it was just the energy of the podcast, the mood of the podcast, you know. We have guests who are very, very buttoned up, closed up. But once the mic was on like this, man, they were yarn the crazy shit. So at one point, the guests started coming to us, you know. There's some guys that flipped on us, you know. They felt like they were too big for the podcast. What that shit, you know. Mm-hmm. We, 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 to, we we go down to number one ever to do it. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, but it was quite easy, like eighty percent. Like we reached out to people, you know, they couldn't make it that week. They were scheduled, you know, so it was quite easy. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. 
Um, and again, you know, we'll, we'll still talk more about like the history and everything, right? One thing that I like yeah. to say on this podcast is that you guys left an empty seat, right? You left, you left, yeah. the, you right. left the throne empty, and I left when they had to leave. Man, right. nah, nah, you guys, I don't lie to you, man. Can you wait? Said it. Um, this thing, don't leave when you're hot. It's not, that's how May screwed up or whatever he said. Like you yeah, guys yeah, left, yeah, like at the. I was so confused. I mean, but we'll get into that later. But we'll man, definitely uh, get into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Def. I, I definitely think that we are the ones to take that throw, right? And yeah. the fact that we even have you niggas yeah. on here, I think it's testament to that. So, you see, I'm I'm so happy that there are a lot of podcasts out now. Like everybody's having their own voice. Like I have like my own podcast too. Yeah, I do my own stuff. So it's all good. Like young Nigerians just finding their own voice and speaking and saying mm-hmm. your own shit, man. Even if you say you say the wackest thing, you find that at least five people or seven people will fuck with you. At the end of the day, so yeah, it's good. So, are there like any podcasts that you listen to now that makes you feel like, man, if if we're still around, like these guys will be competition or like that inspire you I, to I, keep doing what you're doing? I won't lie, <laughs> I'm so bad listening to podcasts right now. Mm-hmm. I never listen to mine when it comes out. <laughs> like, I didn't listen to like a few episodes, like Joe Budden when his new his guys came back, Rory and Moore came back, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe like Joe Rogan has a weird like when Joe Rogan brought the Undertaker, I have to listen to that one. Right. But okay. I don't think I listen religiously to any podcast anymore. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Nah. Alright. Uh, I just want to take a second and acknowledge Steve. Steve is in the house. Steve Alpha. Hey. Fuck Steve, man. I'm good, Steve I'm good. good. <laughs> Steve 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 <laughs> doing some Steve doing some drowsy shit. He say he does sip one pint of codeine. He say, you know, Mona, Mona <laughs> in the dizzy right now. I'm, I'm, <laughs> You guys blackmailed me. There. <laughs> oh, but I, I had I had Ayo's. Yeah, I've not seen Ayo in like five years. So like, let me catch up. Nice let right. me catch up with him yeah. on 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 the podcast. You know, like okay. Wow, look at us. He has abandoned me. Together, shit, exactly. I'm like, let me just use the opportunity to say hi to my friend. You know, you get. You get yeah, you know, yeah, wow. only on the from Lagos we love podcast, man. Well, real, you bro. know, <laughs> I, I just want to kiss you, bro. I just just listen to you guys. Nah, talk, this, this episode is gonna be called the loose talk episode. Nah, of, oh, course. God. <laughs> of course, of course, of course, of course, oh, God, bro, of course, because we've been want, we wanted you guys to do another episode ever since. This is this right here. No, this is it, man. Yeah, man. Oh, boy, be like, so now, now we go launch that Patreon page. I don't see how now. Do it now. One question quick. Has Denzel started playing football or is he. Are you still waiting? Oh, um, uh, he's. I, I'm working on his first touch. Hey, I'm working on his first touch. Uh, uh, and, it's, and it's going well. It's going well. Prudence Mbappe is on. Ah, project to Buffy will like that. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I, I want to, I also want to ask, how's your, you will be stuck doing now? <laughs> oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm long off that train. <laughs> I, I, I support him, I like him, but bro, uh, I think, um, <laughs> we not, we not know, we not know the, we not know the real deal now. <laughs> back zone, back zone. Uh, also, I take that out just real quick. Um, <laughs> the thing is, I, I have, I have a very, the thing is, I have a very low expectation of, of um, Arsenal as a club, including mm. like everything about Arsenal, like from the culture to the players that they have, and everything. There's something wrong, and it's, it's more than a teta. You know, I, I'm, I'm telling, I'm telling you, if. Arsenal has the kind of quality and uh, 
Arsenal has uh, Villarreal players right now, right? Mm. And they were in Arsenal. Emery won't be able to take them to the, you know, to, Emery won't be able to do what he's doing right now with Villarreal. Like I'm, it's, there's so much more. There's so much going at Arsenal that is. It's very simplistic to just say the manager does not know what he's doing. You know, it's very very simplistic. There's so there's a lot going on, like the culture of the club, you know, the background staff, everything about the club, the players. You know, they've gotten away with too much bullshit, and it's hard to like correct things on that on that level. I I don't feel it's Ateta. It's not as if I I feel Ateta is all that. You know, but I feel he's 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 the right person that can hit a reset on 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 Arsenal. That's what Arsenal needs. I feel you. I just finished watching the game. I'm an Arsenal fan. I used to be so mad yeah. when you used to say you will be, you will be, you will be, you will be, you will be. I was always, <laughs> I was always like, what is this? What is Steve Dede even saying? This will be guy that will just dribble and pass the ball out. Like he's not doing anything. But <laughs> you are his biggest fan. I was always on Twitter. Anytime you always, anytime Arsenal um, beat Everton, I always, I always used to mention you that Steve Dede. This will be our fan. because like, <laughs> that's how much I, I, I do like that thing. But yeah. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. The thing about Obi is that at the time I feel we didn't give him um, enough room that would have given some 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 other Arsenal players, you know. But I think um, looking back, now, I think every everyone everyone else was right, and apart from me, you know, because right now we can see that he's not up to that level, you know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, football is not easy. That's something that we, we all we all like need to know. But Facts. yeah, so just one year. I used to try to jackpot because I've been seeing this all the, every day. I'm on Twitter, Nigerian Twitter. There's always one news about kidnapping or this and I'm because I know back then you are a big proponent of that jackpot strategy. I'm I'm with you Bro. completely. So I'm just wondering, yeah. like, are you still like trying to? Because it seems like things are very hot there now, like. Hundred, hundred percent, hundred percent. I think most of the things. I think most. I think the main thing I was holding up back before was the decision to. I'm kind of. It took me a lot to come to Lagos to kind of like build what I like what I have right now. So I'm. I have that you know fear of going somewhere else, um, and starting over again. So I, I the plan the initial plan was, for wifey and Denzel to travel. You know, do stuff like that and. Um, me staying over here and visiting and doing that, but my mother and Zelda does not want that kind of that kind of family. Where we're all going together. Husband, yeah, we're mm. all going together. So I think that's that's the that's the plan right now, and that's what we're planning to do. And hopefully, by God's grace, God willing, um, it will happen very soon. I definitely want to do it because I don't see, you know, while I think I can thrive with the chaos with Nigerians chaotic system, I, there's nothing needs for people like Denzel and. Uh, any other mm. kid coming after him so um the best thing for anybody who can afford it is just to travel <laughs> give him that fresh start you know all that stress exactly. I'm, I'm even wondering like um because i'm just wondering what nigeria is like now because you guys are actually on ground like all we see yeah. here we are all here like we see all these news from twitter and stuff like that like from you guys' perspectives yeah. like what do you think is actually like the main issue because like I, I mean, I just want to get like some you guys' perspective on that because you guys did used, you did used to talk about the state of Nigeria a lot on the on the podcast, and that's one of the segments I enjoyed. Yeah. Oh, uh, it, it's it's getting the thing. The thing primarily for me is um, one of my major problems about Nigeria is that um, that the, the the wealth disparity keeps increasing every time, right? So when we keep talking about there's no middle class, there's no middle class. 
there was actually a middle class you know but now right now there's nothing like that so you either rich or, un, or un poor and a society that you know uh that is set up like that is it, bound to really fail and i don't want to be here when it fails and when it collapses and when there's like this war and stuff right now right now the middle east the middle belt wants their own country Ududuwa nations Yoruba <laughs> want their own country Biafra wants their own country we can pretend we can pretend for for a little, for a while but at, at, at one point this thing is going to hit like that hot spot and everybody is going to start start revolting and it's going to be a critical time in this country um i just feel that you know the poverty is making a lot of people uh, poor, like a country that's poor like when people are poor they have no choice than to just go into like kidnapping terrorism robbery stuff like that and you get a broken system you know um and as far as nobody's nobody wants to fix it especially from our elites our rulers nothing is going to happen so the best thing um is to seek um to seek um your base elsewhere and, and just relax that's it that's it for me yeah uh, it's like what steve has said like there's so much poverty like in the country right now people are just these stories of kidnapping bandits or no government it's just you know kidnapping is a big business now and the government will you are willing to pay money to get anybody released and the leadership in this country right now might not be the best we've had in a long time and i just feel that's what is also fueling the crisis the indifference that is coming from Aso rock is a huge problem right now and the just problem right now is really is foundational like for years we've been, people have been crying out for restructuring 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 now we've gotten to a place where oil is no longer giving us that money that we want again and the government is not i would say they are clueless but they do not have like the whole power to diversify the economy so right now nigeria is completely broke and everybody is out there just trying to survive on his own um there are clamors for each each um, section of the country to go on their own but i don't know if that's going to happen but i know that if it continues like this 2023 might not be a reality for us election wise that's what i mean like the times are really really hard here in nigeria as it is it's crazy out here what was your country of choice guilty to you where are you dragging to bro according <laughs> is any debate that has the body that's the chain you can come from canada uk america <laughs> hey i'm free a man has no choice <laughs> yeah, bro, last last time I just for you, Pali, I'm good. Na Burundi, you go go, no shake. Are you sure you want to want to do me and me one for EOT? No, I can't do Burundi. Come on. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> nah, but some Nigerians be jackpine anywhere. Do when I see Nigerians in Bulgaria, Ukraine, I, that's when I really know the country is bad because if yeah, you can go to where they are. I mean, yeah, but you know when they are speaking that they are broken in um, language, where it's very like it's consonant after consonant. After, like, I've been wondering, like, how you, how do you even adapt when you can't even speak the language? The language is difficult and stuff. But you still see Nigerians there. Nigerians are in Croatia, Czech Republic, everywhere. So, yeah, like, yeah. I wanted to ask though, like, real quick, well, how come the the podcast isn't available like anywhere? Like, you can't go back and listen to old episodes. Uh, I think Steve Dede will answer that question. <laughs> I, look at you. I even thought you'd be the best person to answer it. I cool, yeah, the best person to answer it. No, I'll answer it, I'll answer it. Um, see, um, <laughs> let's just say due to some technicality that is beyond our control. That's why we can have, people have been hitting us up for like, they need the archives, they need the classic episodes. Mm-hmm. But trust us, if we had that power, 
we have done it, but you know, some technical fine what they call that thing, fine print or blueprints. Voice. let's talk about it let's talk about it like what, what exactly like is the paperwork can you guys discuss that like the paperwork behind that so, who has the rights to the episodes like and the paperwork is the paperwork yeah. let's just leave it like that the paperwork is yeah i think i think it's the fallout with the fallout that the podcast had with pulse okay. um oh. yeah um so i think that whole disagreement just brought about i think the idea was just like take it off so nobody benefits from it or something like that i don't really mm. I, I don't i myself don't even know like the like the real like the end point of um what really led to um the podcast being deleted off the internet but i knew what started it was just this agreement that um the podcast had be paused Asagi and Ayo, because after they left they weren't with pause anymore and you know they didn't have any obligations to work with the company at that time you know and they wanted to start doing stuff on their own so they started they wanted to like do something new and nine dollars you know, is going like to be charged leave. from your checking oh my you know i don't know the loud say you broke now be that <laughs> <laughs> oh wow wow go ahead bro <laughs> 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 I can say I can I can my Bitcoin wallet so you can just pass that along right now. You know when you've died, it switched off. So yeah, it's just technical okay. issues. So in relation to that, like what advice would you give to you know upcoming podcasters and things like that? Because you know, like you know, Spotify is in Nigeria now too, and people are talking about man, Spotify is trying to give some Niger podcasts the bag. MTN is doing their own streaming thing now where they're trying to have podcasts exclusively on their shit. Um, as far as like the business is concerned and partnerships and sponsorships and like all that paperwork, what kind of advice would you give to, to people that are trying to monetize your podcast? Man, just own your shit. Make sure you know what you're, you're entering to. The money might look nice, but ownership is key. Like, you know, that's what I said in America right now. Ownership, ownership, ownership. Ownership is key from day one to, like, the last day. Make sure it's yours at the end of the day. Like, when the contract is off, make sure that you still keep everything that's yours. That's it. Okay. Steve? Yeah, same thing. Uh, make it, like... The details should be like printed out, you know, who owns what, you know, so that in the future, yeah, no one have an argument about who owns this, you know, who's like, who, like the sharing formula, whatever it is, just make it ready because you might start it off as a hobby and it mm -hmm. blows up into something big. Last, you know, last. That's problem, that's the problems where people really have, you know, including including us with this stuff. Um, so just make sure that you, you are ready for the future, like when it blows up. You have everything you have everything sorted out the details sorted out in terms of ownership sharing formula whatever it is when money comes in because if it's not if it's not um kind of like detailed out when the money comes in there must be reef you know and, mm -hmm. yeah yeah so you guys yeah so like so right now so you guys are not interested in like doing another podcast or is it just there's no time or is there a reason why or is it because of what happened with pulse that you guys are not doing this like move forward because you guys did do a, a big thing like you guys left a big hole in this whole like uh space you know and uh you know we really miss you guys i was just wondering like why did you guys like continue doing it like afterwards or you know after the following we pause oh i just think three of us right now are not like how i put it professionally aligned for us to do another podcast you know 
let me not put it that way. Professional aligned not to do another podcast. If everything falls the way it should fall, like in the, in the present, in the right places, then obviously we are jumping. It only makes sense we are doing another one. But right now, the three of us, we are not yet, it's not what we want. The situation is not what we want right now for it to for us to get another podcast. So we're just waiting and chilling. So, you know, that situation presents itself again. So, to interpret what Ayo said, they're waiting for me to leave pause before we do another. I I never said that one. I never said that one. On my expedite, expedite. Wow. There's something in the words, then, Oshi. But we all have, we all have um. I don't know about Steve. Steve had one podcast that you, I don't see anymore. But Osage has his own podcast. I have my own podcast too. So. That that was Sage's yeah. podcast that we we'll drop one episode every five months. That it's not it's not easy, bro. It's not easy. <laughs> I know, I know, it's not easy. I was even going to ask, like, how do you guys cope with it, especially as a pop culture podcast? Like us now, we do pop culture. Some weeks where there's nothing to talk about, there's no music, nothing. Uh, but there's you guys are still talk about. You guys are consistent, though. I don't know how you guys were able to do that shit, man. That shit is not easy. Yeah, I think it just came from like the friendship. Like on a normal day in the office, we just for like hours. So. Even if nobody did anything crazy in the pop space, we just talk about sometimes we just talk about life for like hours, you know, even on the pod, and it was just so easy for us. So it's not like you just bring it to people that don't really have much. I just want them to be co-hosts. We've known each other for at least three to four years before we did the podcast, so we had enough of, enough material to jump on, and that's why it looked it was very organic. It looks very real. We didn't have. To, Bro, at one point, our audio was the shittiest audio out there. But people were listening. Because they knew that you couldn't get this anywhere else. So, mm. it was just that organic chemistry that we had that made it work. Even though there was no pop culture on this thing, we just talk about ourselves. Finish. Mm. True. True. Because we used to discuss stuff like um, um, our life during uni days. Um, discuss yeah. university life, dating, family, parental, relationship with our parents, like stuff like mm. religion. the average Nigerian could, could relate to religion, going to church every Sunday, you know, stuff like that, like stuff that the average Nigerian could relate to. So we kind of discussed that. I remember one episode for like one hour, we were talking about relationship between uh, what, what we thought about other people who practice other religions um, growing up. Yeah. So I, I had, I had a, I think I had a crazy story about my friend who attended um, White Government Church, what I used to th- think about them until one night <laughs> I saw, I, I observed uh, White Government Church services, like service from from the window because I was like, I had this fear. I was afraid of following them to the church. So I stood by the window to watch them, you know, so stuff like that, just normal relation, normal life, normal Nigerian life. And I think that resonated with a lot of people and the fuck with the podcast. Do you guys like go back and listen to old episodes? Like, to like, nah, reminisce? Nah, that shit is. So, uh, uh, that's uh, a, does no, that's a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we don't because we don't have the, we don't have the episodes. <laughs> 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 I was about to ask, there has to be somebody that has that hard drive of all the episodes. Uh, or something. I don't know, bro. I don't know. You guys are hearing NFTs. You guys could put those episodes up for NFTs. You know, some Nigerian in the future that's rich could just buy it. Like, we are, see, like I said, I'm, I'm just a humble podcaster. I don't know all about that. <laughs> man, it's crazy because I still, I still have that wash your shoe size episode on my laptop, man. Like no time, because once I, I heard the first John, yeah, that's the that's the whiz John. 
that's the that's the drunk because once i heard it i was like this nigga's gonna take this shit down in 24 hours so i just yeah, like yeah. went and like took it out more download that shit real quick and i still play from time to time man because i feel like that was a very monumental moment in podcasting history in like africa self, not even niger because the way like the bruh, things that you africa, guys were talking about africa uk us diaspora diaspora bruh. facts <laughs> facts bruh. Because for the first time, like, you know, it was, like, the one person that it seemed like everybody loved. Like, you guys were actually, like, talking about, like, oh, my, this person does this and this. And, you know, based on what you guys knew, uh, you know, behind the scenes and things like that. Like, you actually spoke on it. And just like you said, AOT, like, you know, you guys had this authenticity. Because you were talking about things that people were too afraid to touch. Because, you know, the radio stations have, they have relationships with record labels and all these other people, so they can't touch it. You know, and at the time, Nigerian podcasts were not really popular. But can you guys, like, kind of walk us through what happened that day? Like, how the day progressed and, like, you know, the events that happened after that, like, and just how you were feeling in the moment? Uh, Steve, do you want to answer that? Um, um, coincidentally, I was I had malaria the, the um that period on Monday. That Monday, um, so sometimes I I do listen to the before it comes out. I, I do listen to like like a, a bulk of the like some the huge minutes of an episode to say let we call let's call down let's call down this let's call down that right. Mm-hmm. So that day I had the, I had the plans of. Um, talking to Chris and talking to Osagi and Aya to say, oh, some parts of some parts of this podcast are not coming out because we do that a lot. That like so many things we've said. On yeah, that many people don't know that. that we we left a lot of the so uh, editing floor. Hmm. We like we edit a lot out of the podcast a every lot. week because sometimes because we know about the industry a lot, we let a lot of things slip, so we decided to cut it. So because you know we're in a hurry, I was sick. I remember that day, a friend of mine came back from. I think South Africa. He was in this hotel in close to Lekki, so I was like, I was going to go to that hotel um, on Sunday evening and come back to the on Sunday on Sunday evening, come back to the office so early Sunday morning, talk to Chris so that they would do that stuff. Then, so I got to the hotel. I was sick. I got to the office around eleven or so. Or the podcast was already out. I moved on with my life. And so that day, I had a call with um, a friend, a friend who was actually called out on the podcast. Hmm. So then he called me and I was like, oh shit, he has heard about this podcast. Uh, he has heard about, he has heard, he has heard that we called him out on the podcast. Um, what do I do? So at first ring, I didn't pick. At second ring, I, I, I picked and he, he hadn't, at that time, he hadn't even heard about the podcast. He was just telling me about other stuff, you know? Hmm. So we talked for like an hour, like deep, an hour conversation about life, about future plans, about family. You know, I felt bad, and then I was feeling bad. I was like, bro, this guy that was actually called out in the podcast that is out right now, we're having this conversation. How do I tell him so and so and so? I was like, let me just ignore him. You know, Thursday morning was the first person to call me to say, guy, why do you allow your guy to talk to talk about me like that? Blah, blah, blah. We had the back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he cussed me out, and I understood him perfectly. And mm-hmm. before he called the phone, he was like, bro, what you guys, the things you guys said on that podcast, you guys are going to get smoke for it. Mm-hmm. And this was like four in the morning that he called me. I was on my way to the office. As I got to, even like I got to the office, I started seeing tweets. Um, and that was how everything went off. You know. Shit. Damn. So how was like your week? Like that whole week? Like from oh, the aftermath? Because <laughs> uh, you guys to... went silent for for like one episode. We knew that ah, well, at the day or some shit like that. 
Like, <laughs> let's just say we, 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 shout we, out to we, we recorded the next episode, though. We did that. Yeah. Oh, did you record? No, I missed... saw you guys like disappear. No, we missed Elton. No, we missed like Blue Stock Extra. Oh, yeah. yeah. Extra. Then yeah, we yeah, said, no, oh, we, we have to record. You know, and yeah. that's where we knew that but the industry is very fickle because, you hmm. know, we missed some calls and everybody was like, nah. But, you know, shout out to, <laughs> shout out to, shout out to who came through. Yeah, shout out to her. What we who was that? That was Chidera now. Who came through? Oh, Chidera. Chidera came through. Yeah. That immediately, like, let's just, you know, and you know, we continued, you know. Yeah. At what point did the Wiz Army kick in with the threats and everything else? Immediately. That's like, wow. Immediately. 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 Immediately was pushed out, you know, I started spreading. Immediately. So, were you guys getting, like, I don't know, did you guys get any, like, personal messages, like, threatening you or anything oh. like that, like, of that sort? Well, it is what it is. Yeah, God. So how did you guys feel? How did you guys feel when when that happened? Bro, let me let me bust your brain, right? We, st I still got messages on my team when we still want a grab. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. They don't forget, bro. Uh -huh, weak. Wow. We know how rapid rapid those fans are now. Even one small whiskey thing bro, we had. I think somebody well. just. Somebody just tweeted a link of our video. If you I'm see a, where whiskey one, one whiskey stand go shit for the back of uh, Salt and Card. He broke into his car and took a shit in the back of it. Nah, don't mind seat. these niggas. Nah, <laughs> oh, wow. Nah, he's a lie. Don't mind him, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. ah. I put off it. Oh, that was wild, bro. Oh, shit. Nah, but whiskey, um, Davido and Bonaboy, those three, you can't play with their fans on Twitter. I'm sorry. Any little take or anything, if it goes viral like this, they're on your ass like that. Like, like yeah, that's yeah. fandom right now. That's fandom right now in Nigeria. Like, they have like yeah, no, no, see, but that that was that bro, that was one was that one was mad though because even before like minus that episode, right? When the screenshots came out and people were like grown ass men were discussing that shit, they were like excusing, they were excusing deadbeat behavior. Like, let's even remove Wiz from the equation. Niggas were, like, making... How do you say, oh, it's perfectly fine to not to only see your kid twice in seven years? Oh, because you're busy. Bro, it's, like, it's, it's fandom. At the end of the day, it's fandom, man. They love the, they love the idea of the artist, but they don't see the human in it. The, hum, the humanity mm. behind the person. So, it's like Beyonce. Beehive now. They're like, oh, Beyonce is a goddess. But Beyonce is still a human being at the end of the day. Yeah. So did that experience make you guys like moving forward? Did it make you guys more cautious about how freely you spoke on certain topics? Like, did you feel the need to restrict yourselves? Oh, well, I'll say a little bit, maybe around you know ways, but we are still like saying our shit. What really tripped us was like the, the lack of support from the media industry. Mm. Yeah, we're like, oh, okay, you guys are like this, okay, high school, and we just continue doing our thing. We just knew that oh, that's not. Just because you want peace of mind, you know. So some things you see, you're like, okay, we're not touching this. Let's just move. Let's move ahead to something else. Right. So, what, what other impact did that episode have, or the effects of that episode have on, on the podcast? Other than just uh, like, you guys being a little more PC. <laughs> well, we PC. Yeah, we're PC. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I believe it made so. Made me move on. Move on entirely from the from the enjoy music from the industry from the industry. Yeah, I think we got we got disillusioned with the whole like yo, 
why you guys like everything we say on our we said on our pod, right? Our colleagues also say the guys in the media say it, but they just come out to say it. Mm. I just got decision with the old fake like you know what? Peace, man. I'm done. Like me now, I'm more focused on Hollywood. I just do music because at the end of the day, it pays me more. But the day Hollywood pays me more, I'm out of here, bro. Because mm. I can't just mm. keep doing the whole music. The whole music thing is just too much fake in it. So I'm like, bro. there are things I see on Twitter that I want to go in, mm. but I'm like, I mean, this. How, is this going to put money account? So just I believe it. Mm. Leave it, bro. It, it is. We see you. You be throwing like small shots at any time. There's a hot topic. I always see on Twitter. You be throwing like you just throw like put one tweet out about the issue and just. Uh, hey, you know, unless it's my you that's playing. That's when I ask yeah, like multiple tweets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, once in a while, you know, you just have to tweet about music because I know that's like your core. I'm sure if I do a Twitter analysis, my my core. Fan base will be like music related, and so you see how to keep you know dropping things here and there once in a while. But for me to now go on like a huge rant, like oh, instead of Afrobeats, blah blah blah, man, it's, it's tiring. That boy is doing less yeah. in this industry, making more money. So what's my own? Why yeah. why not me? They carry off ahead so at the end of the day. Yeah, they're just they're not ready for they're not ready for the truth or whatever it is um, about the about the industry and people and people in it. So at the end of the day, you know, yeah. we've, 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 we've had a conversation with people very close, close, close to, you know, a lot of people that we, talk, that we, that we talked about on the pod. Mm. And, and they, tell, you that they, they tell us, guys, guys, it's true, but at the end of the day, and, you know, and sometimes, even after calling out some people on the pod, people close to them say, guys, he heard about it, or hopefully he changes his way or something, something, now that people are talking about it. And I'm even happy because someone talked about it. You know, so but at the end of the day, you know, it made me realize that these guys, these stands, that stands for that they call them stands for a reason, and there's no need yep. to dwell in those. You know, and it's not, it's not, it's not as if it's an, it's an, yeah, it's not as if it's an enriching um, Bruh, industry, yeah. as from, especially from the media. You know, I've done mm-hmm. stuff, I've done PR, I've, I've been, I've been a media guy to a couple of artists, like I've done stuff. It's, it's not really worth it from the headache, you know, managing people who think they are. They are all that, and, and at the end of the day, you know, people who just want you to kiss their ass and all that, it's mm. not really, it's not really my thing anymore, you know. So I, at that point, I discovered that like, there's no need just doing this. And since then, um, I focused on other things in the media, you know, kind of like making myself an, an all-round journalist, someone who can write about politics, about business, about tech, whatever it is. And so far, so good. It's, it's not, it's not been bad. Uh, so basically, that experience just kind of disillusioned you guys with the music industry. Yeah, yeah for yeah. the industry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, sure. not They're not ready. They're not ready. So, do you guys think, like, right now with the current climate and everything like that, like, do you guys think it's possible for a Nigerian podcast to be that unfiltered and also be a home based pod and, like, still be able to run like, for a long time? It can't be possible because right now there are a lot of, there are a lot of more people invested in it. Hmm. Like, you know, Apple Music, Spotify, you know. A lot of diaspora people are pumping money into this. I just got back, and nobody's going to want, to want you to fuck up their money because you don't like one artist or you're dissing somebody. Like, nah, man, forget it. That is not going to work. Like, a lot of people don't know that the industry right now is very, very classist. Hmm. If you don't sound a certain way, if you don't look a certain way, you don't hang out in certain places. Guy, be the best AR9 in the fucking game. Nobody's going to give you a fuck Damn. about you at the end of the day, man. So, it's, it's, that's, that's, it's just facts. Like, I don't think any pod will come out and say what he wants to say right now and have the impact that we had, you know, 
it's possible for you to go and say it, but the climate has even changed. The way art is even moved these days. Artists are moving like they're trying to get to a record right now. I don't even understand, you know, <laughs> some man shit going on right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to lose my sleep over one line I said because I don't like your album. I don't like your song. Bruh. Right. Right. I think that that's where one place where this podcast has a little bit of uh, a leg up or a leverage, if you if you want to call it that, uh, because you know, understanding that we're, we're over here, we're we're in Yankee, and the culture here, the media culture here is is that of like just being very honest yeah, yourself. and not yeah, and not being PC. You look at like you know the Joe Buttons and the Charlemagnes. And you know, you look at like a Vlad TV, the people that ask the questions that the fans really have on their mind, and they're not yeah. afraid to say it. And they're, you know, they're free to move, even though some of these people had altercations in the past. But for the most part, their lives are not being threatened over the, the takes that they give on their podcasts on a weekly basis. Um, True. And then that's why I was saying earlier that I think that's where we come in because you guys left that seat empty, and I think it needs filling, and, and we're right there. You know, plug yourself, plug yourself. We just need publicity, but plug, yeah, plug. and uh, and you know, and again, people have been missing you guys too. Like I was looking at as recently as April, who were still like, oh more like, what when when is Loose Talk coming back? Like, what Yo. happened to those guys? Who's Transformers? That. um and and yeah so definitely there's a gap and like people are hungry for it but again i haven't seen any other podcasts apart from us of course uh you know coming close to doing what it is that you guys are doing so you know we appreciate we appreciate you guys coming on basically because it's like a it's a in a way it's a kind of a sign of support you know what it is that we're doing here man yeah yeah, Uh, and it means it means that much man and we got to give you guys your flowers too which is why it's sad that those episodes are not there because if now we're talking to like you know the i don't know upcoming generation of people who want to start podcasts and we're telling them like yo like loose talk set this thing set this whole shit off there's no real reference, you know what I'm saying? Like the, yeah. um, there's like a couple episodes I think still up on maybe like SoundCloud, but that's about it. And I think that's even on YouTube. Thing. I think there's a blackface that said the MI one. Oh yeah, there's the some videos. on YouTube too. Yeah. There's some the on videos, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's some the on Jazzy videos. one. Yeah, is the Don Jazzy one up? Because I tried, I tried finding it, I couldn't find it. I don't think yeah, the Don Jazzy one is up. Yeah, no, I think they recorded it. They recorded it, but they didn't put, publish it. So it's somebody's hard drive somewhere. Okay, okay. Oh, so okay. somebody's hard drive somewhere. Man, oh, I don't like to you like it's, it's actually not that Okuchi, not that you're saying it's actually very sad because younger people like who be wondering like, I just want Nigerian podcast B. What even started it? And when yeah. niggas now reference loose talk, all they have is that picture of the three of you holding each other and that's all. They don't have anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's like niggas yeah. talking about Tupac and Biggie, and then you ask for a reference, and, and all they record. got is pictures. Yeah, yeah. There's no music. Like it's like dog. Like yeah. Like how yeah. you know? How do you know what really happened? But, but I mean, we we've always been shouting you out. Like um, me and Dio. Like when this thing first started, like we always used to say loose talk. We even tagged you guys in our first episode. We're like, yo, listen to it. I remember. We tagged Motorani. Motorani listened to it, he gave us, he wrote a review, we were even mad that, ah, why are you, we were even, we didn't, we didn't I, I didn't know how to take critique back then, because, you know, first episode, you want everybody to like you, whatever, whatever, but yeah, we always, like, we've always been shouting you guys out, like, I'm sure our listeners, they probably heard 
lose talk like a hundred million yeah. times on this on this podcast yeah. <laughs> before because we always talk about like oh the, we always talk about how like we respect what you are doing but we coming we coming for your heads essentially because i think you guys were still <laughs> yeah i think you guys were still on like when we first started or something like that too. so we're like yeah oh, we, we love loose talk okay. but when i we're coming for you yeah, uh, we, yeah, we did our best. Anytime you guys, anytime, bro, I'm going to confess. Anytime you guys had audio issues, we're so happy that, yes. audio, like, at least, okay, loose talk, the audio. A step, a step closer to greatness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, as, much as, as much as we loved you, niggas was blowing on your down for me in terms of, like, yo, yeah, you kind of be number yeah. one. But, yeah, competition is right, not competition, bad, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, yeah. so just, um, cool. just thank you guys for what you guys did because you know even though you didn't know man, that that's what you were doing when you started man but you guys like just birthed a, a whole bunch of like all that shit man and and a lot of us are reaping the benefits as a result because you showed us that yeah, it was possible to do this thing and that people are really interested man. bro so, you, so you thank know, you you know the funniest part like when people like i literally was somebody responded to my messages not too long ago on instagram and i just like hey blah blah she was like oh yeah i, I found your page from the podcast i was surprised she said that when she stopped when she stopped listening to loose talk she was looking for a podcast to listen to i found her like two or three times and they found our podcast by just googling a drama yeah. podcast so that lets you know like how like big the legacy is and stuff like that too because people yeah. literally find other nigerian podcasts after Loose Talk was done and they needed something else to listen to. Well, like, one day they'll write about us, hopefully. Yeah, no, hopefully, no, for sure, man. for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, before we move on to just talking about music and stuff, man, I just want, I think a lot of the listeners, a lot mm. of fans want some closure. Um, and we just wanted to know, like, what, what, what was the, like, what were the, the steps, like, leading up to, you know, you guys just being like, all right, we're done with this shit, like, we're moving on. First, you know, that transition from Loose Talk to, uh, what was it, was it No Name Giants? And then, yeah. like, deciding to cut it all off, like, you know, can you guys just kind of walk us through that? Um, for me, like, after the Wiz issue, you know, the energy fell off a bit, you know? mm. It didn't feel right, but we know the show must go on at the end of the day. And we had a transition with us in two female co-hosts who did their thing. They had an audience. And a lot of women loved them. But at the end of the day, it wasn't just feeling right. Then the whole post thing came into it. And I was like, you know, there's too much energy. You are spending too much energy on this. You know, I think we should just call it a day. Like, at least nobody said we didn't give it all our best. We did it. We killed it. We dropped classic episodes, dumb bad episodes. So, you know what? Peace, man. Yeah, hmm. Nothing lasts forever. Yeah. La- at the end of the day, lasts last. Nothing lasts true. forever. True that. Yeah. yeah. True that. So, AOT, I wanted to just confirm. So, you knew about us since that time we tweeted you guys. Oh, <laughs> I, I was suspecting. Every those times we were really taking shots. I was like, this this guy is really taking shots at us. And no, I was yeah, telling you yeah, Sultan, yeah. right? I was saying that shit. No, but me, I, used yeah. to think, I don't think I didn't I didn't think you should see the tweets. I'm like, I hate this is not seeing these tweets. Like, they were no seeing way. that shit. Maybe I was seeing this shit, bro. I was seeing it. <laughs> bro, you have to understand that everybody in the podcast had a role to play, and I was yeah. an asshole guy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you are throwing shots at all, all, all other podcasts, like some other podcasts bro. out there. That's what you are. <laughs> I know, man. I, I used to sub sub podcast a lot. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. And I also like, yeah, but I really appreciate. It. I I know you did. I know you did. Um, I also <laughs> wanted to say that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Steve, I, Steve, no, would they reply anybody? 
as if though doesn't reply anybody at all, just the tweet you on. Um, you know, anyway, so even, even bro, even as I DM Steve self and I ad lib Steve, they use reply. He said, mm. uh-huh. I said, I, I type one back paragraph like this, like, you know, thank you for what you've done, and we just want to get you on. This nigga said, mm. he replied with like two M's. He said, mm, okay. Like, I was like, <laughs> Me on, t- on Twitter. No, no, Nesta, Nesta, I'm just fucking with you, Jerry. Why are you saying Nesta? But yeah, man, I like the way we're even talking about the podcast, like that he ended after that whiskey episode because you guys were really the OG and that 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 the three of you were really loose talk. That was that's it. And I also like that you guys changed the name when he transitioned into something else. I should I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so can you guys talk about? I know AOT just kind of reference them and talk about them. They did their thing or whatever. But can you just talk about uh, bringing them on and just because we run a podcast too and we kind of joined. We we don't know each other. We just met each other like recently, to be honest with you. We all kind of just joined online and we're doing yeah. this. We don't live in the same Even place Even this stuff we're recording with you, we're not in person. We're all yeah. like in different yeah. states and stuff like I that. Yeah. 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 yeah, so um so can you just talk about bringing them on the podcast and that that relationship or building that chemistry with new guests and the was how, how it was and because me listening no i could sense some tension just as soon as they came I, when they first came on just in the beginning not necessarily like it wasn't necessarily yeah, obvious like, but i could just sense like okay you guys were just kind of letting them rock you know at first you know it wasn't smooth you know but Go ahead, Sultan. No, no, I was not even gonna say like I, I noticed too that like they were even scared to say some takes too. Like yeah, they were saying, like, yo, I know it, it was not as hot as it used to be. Yeah, before. those jokes was the end, bro. Those those jokes. That was my that was my finest hour. Oh, I have to say that. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Man, that's not just fucked up today, Sha. Bro, I'm even. I'm even as true crazy come out here for now. No still get hope. That shit's bro, crazy. Bro, I don't lie to you, bro. Like I was not even expecting much, but damn, bro. Like ah, and it's so painful too because I don't lie to you. I, I read this that I'm gonna lose to Man U in the final because that one you can't you can't go on Twitter after losing to Man U. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I know you AOT too. You always have Arsenal agenda. So I can't imagine yeah. like, what would have happened if we had lost to Man U. Like it would have been dead, blocked. Have been blocked. Uh, it would have been bad. It would have been bad. Especially Man U, Arsenal, Man U fans. They hate each other on Twitter too. Like uh, I'll, I'll take this defeat to Villarreal, hundred percent. I'm just happy that <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy that we know our level now. So we'll just meet table. That's, that's we can just that's yeah. my that's my point. I, I, see the things for me is that. The thing is, the first step to solving your problem is to even realize your problem. Arsenal mm. have been trying to like cut corners and that's, there's still this delusion that there's still one big top club, you know? Mm-hmm. No, you weren't. And that's why when Emery missed out on winning the champion, um, Europa League, that would take them into Champions League. Arsenal is not a Champions League team in terms of um, recent pedigree, the kind of quality, quality of players that they have. The, even the mentality of the whole club. You're not a Champions League team. So instead of you going, you know, th- thinking about Champions League football, hit a hard reset. No European football for a season. Gather your team and f- focus, uh, focus on the, the domestic th- uh, leagues. That's the, Europe, um, the League Cup, the FA Cup, and the Premier League. And that will give you time to shape whatever team that you think you're going to you know, do in the future on the long term. You know, so the next season is a very big opportunity for them to do that. And if they miss out on the opportunity, 
Good luck to them. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so, uh, obviously, when uh, Osage left, we had to for a co host. I was said that instead of like one person, why don't we make it two? Obviously, female again to balance things, to make us look like the good PC guys that we are, you know. <laughs> so, I think it was Abe that said, what about that girl more? I was like, okay, never heard of her. Let's bring her on as a guest. And they didn't know that they were basically having an audition. And Mo came and Mo came with that energy, you know. I remember Mo removed that wig that day, self. <laughs> we were discussing that she removed that wig. I was like, yo, okay, okay. She has to stay. Then we interviewed, we brought in Ugochi, who's now my co-host on my own podcast, and Jess. And I think we brought Jess twice. And you know what? They said, let's just take Jess and let's take Mo. And you know, they brought in their own personality. They brought in their own diaspora. The real diaspora now, like, you know, their whole right, right. thingy. And obviously, Steve and I had to adjust. You know, we've already made a name for ourselves on the pod. So there's only for us to now carry our dominant personalities on the pod again. So we allowed them to work for a few for a few the um, for the few episodes that they're on, you know. Um, mm-hmm. it was not easy for adjusting immediately. But we made it work at, at the end of the day. Mm. At least was for why it lasted. Was was the fan backlash crazy? Because I know like every yeah, fans fan were mail, fans. Every fan mail that you guys read out, oh Jess <laughs> people hated Jess Money that was never even around. Money would travel to America for like seven months, do one episode, then travel to America for the next <laughs> <laughs> seven months. So it was usually just Steve, Ailty, to adjust. Like, funny enough, like yeah, I, yeah. I think I, I think at first the the comments were getting to Jess though, um, but you know gradually when she started seeing the, the impact that she had on the pod, you know in terms of the mm. numbers from diaspora, the numbers from diaspora increased a lot. You know, so when we started showing her those numbers, I think she kind of like chilled. She she didn't mm. take the criticism, you know, as, as hard as it, she was taking it before. Mm. I guess in back to like mm. the chemistry, uh, the chemistry that was there when, the, especially when they first came in, I think it, it also helped. Um, it also served a purpose because, for example, I met a, a guy last month when Mina, right? I met the guy mm-hmm. in April. Right, and we're just having a conversation on Sax or Sazeras, his name is a Bini guy, but he grew up in America, I think, um, uh, in Texas or so. You know, moved back to Nigeria after after college. And he said at that time he just moved back, you know, at the time that Jess came on the podcast. And the conversation I we were always having with Jess about Nigeria because you know, when people did you guys grow you guys grew up in Nigeria, right? Yeah, I yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, so you guys understand the country. So for people who didn't grow up in Nigeria, they have this like mythical um, idea about Nigeria, about Africa. Wakanda. About Wakanda. Wakanda. <laughs> so just always had this idea of Nigeria about you know making things happen, coming back home, doing this and that. So we were here always trying to paint the real picture and we're having that clash, especially um i just a lot not not even i i just had like a lot of clashes on the board for me i understood that we are serving a purpose but initially just didn't understand it so even sometimes when we stop recording when we finish recording she'll still take the argument or beef per se you know into um after the recording and i kind of mm. always go, go and explain to i kind of always go and explain to her that just the argument the debate we just had is just is for the podcast you know we have different perspectives <laughs> to <laughs> we have different perspectives. Yeah, we have different perspectives to to life because 
you know, we grew up dif- we grew up in different with different experiences. So we don't expect us to think alike. So it's actually cool that we think differently and we can have this debate because it helps both perspectives, right? For people who want to travel abroad, for people who want to come back. It's fine. We don't have to that was initially. Now we are very, very cool. You know, Jess is my partner. Mm. We talk, you know, every once in a while. You know, so at that time I, I kept explaining to her, I think with time she got it that yeah, we are just having a clash of opinions and it's fine. We can argue about it on the podcast and move on as friends that we, that we, that we are now, you know? So I think that was initially that uh, friction that you were seeing that the, the listeners could, they could feel it. You, you can't lie. You can't lie on the pod when people, could, people, when people know you. So people felt it. We got a lot of DMs at that time that people felt it that we, I and, we are, I and Jess especially, not even I, I and Jess especially were not agreeing a lot on certain things, especially my views on... My views on author, the author, the author scene. <laughs> so, so stuff like that, you know. So I think it, it served a purpose, and I'm I'm happy we had those those conversations too. Because Jess, just also my my friend now, we talk a lot. I think our perspective has, has also changed, you know, um, from when we used to have these conversations, and she understands better from where I'm coming from. I also understand. I've not stayed in America anyway, but I still understand, kind of understand where she's coming from i think that's the beauty of it yeah i mean do you want to transition to music topics man like i feel like we've, we've done yeah, yeah, enough yeah, we, yeah yeah we've uh yeah, yeah. We've, we've talked a lot about the pod you know which is we've gotten that nice little closure that we all needed yeah uh, yeah out the way so now we can talk about some new music man so don't you want to lead the conversation on that um, this is not even new music, but it's a music topic. Just, just music wondering, in general, yeah. Yeah, just wondering, what do you guys think of what do you think of the state of the author scene in Nigeria now? Because I don't like to. I feel like it's died down. Like the Odunsi's and Kos, they've 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 to do something else. Odunsi, I don't know what happened to him, man. He was so promising, but. I don't know. I can Maybe. tell you. I can tell you what happened to him off the pod, but you have to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, author music scene. Um. Well, I would say the new generation of pop artists in Nigeria hijacks their style a yeah, bit, yeah. their, their visual branding yeah. a bit. Look at look at Fireboy, look at Rema, look at Joe yeah. Boy, mm-hmm. even look at uh, they don't jacked it and they they have a broader sound That's and a more exactly. appealing sound. And and this is what we are telling them back on the pod. Embrace the bigger picture. You know, there's a huge audience out there for you. Why you guys still you still guys still doing your Restrictive sound, and you want the whole of Nigeria to bow to you. I think that's very, that was very, it was very classist of them, very condescending of them to look down on the Nigerian artists and believe that oh, we are the ones that will give you a brand new sound that everybody will fuck with. We give you the, we give you the Frank Ocean sound. And remember, I came from nowhere. Joe Boy, Fireboy, and the rest of them came out nowhere. Stole their looks <laughs> and killed it. Now, bruh, look at Thames. Thames came out from nowhere, he's killing shit up and down. Era Star, she's killing shit up and down now. Look, all the major guys who were hotel guys now, where are they? They're missing in action. I don't like to. I'm so. Odunsi to me, I feel like he had the potential to be sort of like, not Rima, but like that pro- crossover like act because I feel like he knew how to, he knows how to make good songs. Like his earlier yeah. stuff, that 2016 project he dropped. But now, like his music is not even being, he's in a weird space right now. They don't understand. Yeah. Like, I, I think he's trying to discover I, himself or something. I don't know. Yeah. Nah, bro. I watched the video for Fuji Five Thousand, <laughs> bro. I'm like, this ain't gonna pop in Nigeria. I like, I don't know what headspace is in right now, but bro, good luck to you. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. So, so, like I said, the pop stars, you know, hijacked it. So, there's nothing like Othello right now. It's dead, in my opinion. Mm. <laughs> why, why do you say amen? I, I actually felt like there was some good music coming out, like the Lady Donleys and the. They know hair word. They know hair word. That's our problem. <laughs> yeah, Lady okay. Donley. I feel like she dropped the bag. Oh. People are really fucking with her, with that um, addicted to cash or something. Then she went to go yeah, drop yeah, one or a video like this that I think fucked fucked up the the yeah, pee for her. Cool. But like, yeah. I mean. Yeah, so just wondering too, like, who of this new school that's coming up from the the new gen that you mentioned earlier? Who are you really fucking with the most? Like from Buju, Fireboy, Joe, all these like little. Who do you fuck with? Rema. Rema. <laughs> Rema is the enigma. Like Fireboy is like the good lover boy, you know. I mean, uh, yeah, no, Joe is like the good lover boy with the pop anthems. Fireboy is like the singer. That guy, that one can sing his ass off. You can't place a finger on Rema because you don't know what Rema is going to give you at the end of the day. But I fuck with all of them. Especially those three. I think five years from now, people will look back and say what these guys did in the industry was very, very like excellent. But I think out of the three, I just choose Rema because I feel he has like uh, he has more range. Yeah. yeah, he has more range. He has the X factor with him. Yes. He does trap, um, he does lumbar, he does afrobeats, everything. You know, now that we're talking about Rema, um, Dario has like this Ooh. thing that he usually has about Rema. I wanted to get, I wanted Dario to like give that take again. I wanted to hear you guys' thoughts on it as well. Okuchi, oh, okay. you, you, you be reading my mind, bro, because I was about to say that like to wow. Dario. Okay. Who going this spot right now? Yeah, I wanted to get you on this thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, like I just. Because people, a lot of people say, just like IOD just right now, about Rema having this versatility. Like, he does yeah. lamba, he does trap, and... Uh, I just, I don't think that... Maybe because he's so versatile, I don't think those, whatever, those um, different things that he does, that he's that good in them to be... That, yeah, elite, that, to, to, that, that potential that we see in him. I, I, I just, I, sometimes I think it's overrated, just a little bit. Because these people that are on this podcast with me, they said they were calling him top five artists in nigeria at the time we we're having these conversations i was like i oh, mean i don't think he's that good yet i think there's he still needs to mature he still needs to make i think i think for the new gen for the new gen is top three easily yeah okay easily. i mean okay I, I can agree with that i can agree with that for sure that's not but i i, I just don't what i was saying is that no, it's very good okay for sure i can agree I think with that what, i think what's holding me back is like he needs an album i think maybe just drags the whole album thing and they're dropping too many eps but i think this year just dropped an album yeah too many eps yeah like i think after that first ep dropped she has had an album like fireball already has two job already has one already so what's he waiting for but i think with the album people will actually see uh like his, his real potential hmm. i mean yeah i wonder if mean, has... I, I, I think the labor is also i think maybe also is confused about um, yeah about his place like what he was really what's where he's really strong at because that's what they are going to base the album on so i think they've been trying to like place him they've been trying to help him discover himself i think with some recent records i'm seeing i, I think they and i see rema should be rema, rema is a lamba artist they should align to yeah. be rema lamba artist and just to move on he's too thank he's, you he's, he's actually very good yeah his lamba is actually you. 
very good. He's not like Techno Lambert. He's almost good. like he's a very good Lambert artist. He's not like a Techno Lambert. He's a very good Lambert. Look at Bounce. He put off Bounce. He put it off without actually saying anything on that track. So that is where his strong suit is. But sometimes you know the boy is in his face. He's in no head. He does. He wants to do his emo music. He wants to do his trap music. Yeah. Get the Lambert first. Yeah. Then the emo. The emo stuff you can push it out to like America and UK. Mm. So, what are you guys is like uh, in your rankings? What, what, who are your top five? I'd be top ten, like new school artists right now. I think I just I just fuck with anybody that is hot. Like, I mentioned the three already. Um, I'll put Thames there. Thames is Thames is Thames. Man, Thames is out of here, man. Man, Thames is out of here, man. Yeah, yeah, like there's a video that if they leak that video, Nigeria will shake because she got a huge cosign. Just. Thames is Adele. like forget Adele. No? Thames is getting major cosigns in Yankee. Like forget, she's the next project from Yankee. You know, after Tiwa's album and Tiwa's album didn't do it, they just say, you know what? Let's look for. I wait that you did that thing because I was going to give that take myself on this board, man. I really wish because yeah. I, I really think she's Tiwa the next thing. Back. Yeah, yeah. No, Tem- Tiwa no Thames. Tiwa and you know Thames there. Who again after Thames? Ah, I don't think. There are a lot of young youngies out there now, so I can't really place it. How, how do you guys like feel it? about Omale? Oh, you're sorry, Omale, yes. Omale should be position five. Omale is a bad boy, you know. I didn't like his last EP that much, but Godly, that track saved it. Saved that EP a lot, man. Omale is bad. Omale is wicked. He shouldn't, you know, just, he shouldn't abandon his sound because he's not going international. He should go back to... You stay with that particular yeah. vibe. He needs that particular vibe a lot. Mm. In, in, like converse, in, in conversation, Dara has kind of said, expressed that he's afraid that Omale might not be able to carry an album by himself. Do you guys like the same view? I don't feel he has the personality to be a, 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 like to yes. carry on to, to, to sustain himself as a star. I don't think he has mm. the personality. Yeah, because now people nice. know his record. People know his record, but they don't know his face like they that. They don't know him. They don't know mm. his face. That's like I don't think I've heard him speak so, before. I don't think I've heard exactly. Omale speak before, which is a problem. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it's not. It's not very visible. So that's my fear. Not vocal. Yeah, but record-wise, oh, well, the boy has records. Mm. Yeah. How about uh, Oxlade? Oxlade strikes me as a singer and a songwriter. He's going to end up being like one of those guys who sings and writes songs for a lot of people. You know, Oxley told me that he doesn't write the songs. He doesn't write any songs at all. Why? He just freestyles. He just yeah. He just goes in and he just like comes. Eh, he will do a freestyle for an artist and they use it as a reference track. Mm. You know, I think Oxley just needs that major hit again. After a way, he needs another hit for people to know him more. But he's somebody that is well respected among his peers. Right. Mm. Yeah, and that very talented. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was gonna say he's very talented too. Like so, like no, his he's, voice, he's. like he can actually like sing, sing like that, which I've said many times on here. Like not like the yeah. Fugazi singing of like, for example, like Peruzi now trying to sing. Obviously, doesn't have like a good voice, but like <laughs> it's still me- melodic, you know, melodic type that type of like lamba singing. But um, um, Oxlade can like hit those high notes, and it won't be yeah. your your ear will not be doing somehow like when you're hitting it too. So. Like that's why I feel like he will still go far. So, 
yeah i wanted to ask about the bad boy team because he's on like on a run now ever since he came out with that mj song he's, every record is dropping like some is a crazy hit like he has three yeah. hits right now uh, so what do you think about bad boy team's run and what he's doing right now yeah he's cool he's cool um i think he needs to do more like you know in terms of branding and visibility because mm. a song like loading now they'll not be like yeah but they'll say it's a lamide song i don't think anybody will say that's because of him so he needs to put himself out there more but he's actually good he's actually good but the thing right now is that that's, these new gen guys are so much and it is very very competitive mm. so not everybody that's going to enter that top three or enter that top four just you be in the top ten alone is a blessing mm-hmm. what do you guys think of buju like like we want to make hands of him here like he's on the wrong he, label he's on the wrong label that's all i can straight say up. Straight, straight up straight up mm. he's on yeah, the wrong label like you, um, but we've had some. What was the critique? I think that was the critique you had of like him, like not. Well, let me I think it was the, the, replay, the replay value. Wow, you guys see like uh, AOT, AOT, and uh, Steve. Look at this guy. They're acting PC now. Like say, like, I'm only me the critique. <laughs> Everybody says Dyer's critique. Now you they get the sweet takes the sweeter takes now. You like look the, at you, know, you, like the, you like they put yourself on that hill. So you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyways, Buju, I just felt like his his sound is very melodic and he he has a tendency to be repetitive like his songs like very and they're also very short and I don't sometimes I felt like he won't be able to. I, I don't think I can say much about Buju because I've not seen much of him. He's okay. here and there, here and there, here and there. So like I said, he's on the wrong level. So I can't. The push is not there. So facts, because ever since he signed to. Uh, okay, I'll just say it. Ever since he signed to um, Spaceship, Spaceship, um, I, every time he drops a record, like you just tweet about it, and I won't see anything. No, any, would you drop snippets? Yes. Any push? As, as you just say, drop his snippets, then you tweet. The only one tweet. Then after that, yeah, we hear from Buju again. No. Yeah, that's what he can do now. He can't kill himself. Now. That's what. Uh, of course. Yeah, I understand. That's what I'm saying. We didn't see any backing, like from. He's supposed to be on a liberal, like any proper push so i just to your point of saying that he's on the wrong label i don't I agree with that steve are you well, still i'm, lo- I'm looking forward to some new buju music man because oh. baba, baba will soon <laughs> drop some course, that's a good uh, question if he's, he's, after the grammy now. especially now because i'm a wala will be with him now if you were to pick though um african giant or twice a store or outside those three like only you have to throw the other two away pick one Life, African Giants. What? Mm, life. life album. Life album. Yeah, album. That's my favorite album, though. Ah, no. But outside, outside, African Giants. African Giants is still good, though. Because the um, yeah, that cool. store isn't that isn't that much of a successful uh, commercial commercially successful album, 
But critically, you, mm-hmm. could, you could see that it, there was a lot of good work in it. Um, but he didn't have any. There's still no. He probably does not have a heat from now. Like a, a heat do you like think? Do, do you think they gave him the Grammy based on say they know he missed out last time and they were just like, all right, just like. Hold um, this I think it's a narrative. Um, it's the picture that he painted, the whole Africanism mm-hmm. yeah. stuff that he did. Um, yeah. I think that pointed at that pointed to his having PDD also involved also helped, and it also yeah. helped that he was also. Um, he was also like um, he also lost us in the previous award, but I don't think that counts as much because I think for this award category, you know, looking at that category critically from you know before they even changed the name, I know some like the Kashanka, the Kashanka um, girl that was on that was he was um, nominated. Nominated. Th- this was mm-hmm. this was this was her like this was her fifth nomination and she lost. Wow. Yeah. So it happened like that. People, a lot of people get nominations for. Femi Kuti has been Femi Kuti has been nominated four times. Femi has been nominated four times. So it was rare to see someone just win on their second attempt. Um, that's why I said he cracked it. Uh, so shout mm. out to him. Yeah. Do you guys do you guys see Wiz and Brenner doing like a joint project together? Because they've been in the studio mm. recording together a lot. Left, so Baba, forget, forget. Just move on. I don't think. I, I don't think they you know. Hard, hard, you know they call hard drive records. <laughs> Hard drive records is mm. never coming out. Mm. It's not happening. Uh, Let's not forget Wiza one day. Let's not forget Wiza one day that has been works for many years. <laughs> okay, uh, not, not I didn't I, even know that was a thing. It was. It's still a thing. It's still a yeah. thing. Now that you 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 brought him up, that's somebody we've always talked about on the pod. One day, what do you do you feel? I personally feel like I've, I've said it many times on here that I feel like he had the, one of the like the. The biggest potential I've ever seen in terms of like for an artist, like he has so much potential, but I feel like he's he's been squandered or something. I don't know where it went wrong. I just want so you guys to feel the same one, way too. One of the issues is a ment- mental health issue, you know. Oh. Um mm. things we can't just disclose about one day, but one day has gone through like the shit. So just to see one day standing where he's right now, you know, is a miracle, it's a blessing. Mm. Um, I know that his song again was it again that he dropped last year? Again, yeah. yeah, it was one of the most successful songs in Nigeria last year without any major yeah. push from Wandeko. Organically, it was in top five of every major um, streaming platform on radio, like number two, number one, on TV, like number two, number one, just based off his natural talent. That is how powerful Wandeko is. But I can't, you can't criticize somebody when you know he has gone through some shit, you know, at the end of the day, right. just like the, yeah. the whole DMX situation. So it's a personal mm. thing for one day. Like one day can do it if he wants to do it, but it's all it's left to him at the end of the day. I don't think I will now we will now go and kill him and say, Oh, one day is fucking up. Like, bro, one day has a classic. He has he, he mo, the the C V album was basically him doing carrying most of it at the end of the day. A lot of the band C records, he co- he wrote that shit. So right. at the end of the day, bro, he's a legend. If he, if this is where he stops, then bro, he has tried. Can't keep hey, that was life. Um, yeah, that's true. That's true, though. You can't take away anything that one day has done, man. Because a lot of nah. us work on listening to that guy in secondary school. One day has done social nights. For the game. Social nights, yeah. years, man. Now one day could they carry on, you know, bro. One day, one day done enough. Yeah, it's just when you hear when you listen to it. Plus, when one day could drops a hit, man, it's like it's undeniable. Like I, I've not yeah. heard anybody that said that that song was trash or anything. Like everybody loves it. Like that's why when you when you when you now wonder like why isn't he like way 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 
bigger because I, I personally feel like he's already a legend like there's nothing that can change that already. for sure but the is a legend but i feel like I, he should still be bigger you know like i, I personally feel like he's whiskey level in terms of talent i feel like he's even more talented i'm gonna lie to you no he's like, really bro he's way more talented bro he's way sure, more no. talented See, bro it's crazy where was he stop where was he stops where was he stops where when the call starts yes no mm. bro that's it that's it this is why we miss you, man. All these bars, like you can't just be wasting it in your mind. Like, I'll, let me waste it, please. And <laughs> <laughs> Wiz knows, man. Wiz respects what they call. He knows. Yes, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, when the code builds the blueprint on which Nigerian pop music. This Afro beats, he builds the blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense now. All these people yeah, that is kids. Yeah. All these people that is kids, actually. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, my this is my like last music question. Like, Whiskey, I've had this take that he's been. I know, like, you guys, this Whiskey, though, like, Whiskey is the boogeyman or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm just wondering, like, I personally feel like he stagnated for a while. Like, that made in Lagos album, I personally feel like the features were the standouts. For example, now, I feel like Essence now that everybody is doing is because of Thames, it's not because of Whiskey. Like mm. the a lot of the good songs on there is because the features killed it. Like I was, I'm wondering like what you guys feel because ever since that, since like maybe 2016, he, obviously he's dropped hits like once in a while, but he's been like he's not like the whiskey that we knew. Like maybe obviously like you evolve and stuff. Like 20, um, 20 like 12 to 2014. I just feel like or oh, um, 20. 10 to 2014 like you know when you hear whiskey you just expect more sometimes i feel like the last few projects especially that sounds from the other side i don't like to you i haven't gone back to that project since the day it dropped like made in lagos it grew on me but like i still feel like it's still like whiskey still needs to do more i'm just wondering what you guys think like or um, you feel like it's done enough already and he needs you can just chill like like you said wizards done enough man 10 years in the game is not being for anybody at one point the culture will leave you there's no you can't kill yourself bro mm. yep like, I'm even amazed he even dropped an album like Made in Lagos because everybody knows that, at least we here in Nigeria know that what is on ground in Lagos, Nigeria right now is way ahead of what a whiskey is dropping. It's even ahead of what a burner is dropping. Let's, mm. let's, let's say the facts. Kilometer is not going to pop anywhere. Let us say the facts. Kilometer I is not mean. going to be record out. <laughs> facts! That's fine. The facts, though. Facts, but though. Yeah. In Nigeria, you don't see somebody like... Uh, um, I'm looking for a random. You can also someone like Mo Bad and this guy just do a KPK and it blows everywhere. The culture has shifted in Lagos. A new generation has taken it over. The sound that Whiskey used in made in Lagos is the sound that the likes of Thames were already pushing. He just like, you know what? I'm going to fuck with this. He had the bigger platform and he pushed it out there. And his fans over there love it. It's good. Yes, his, his fans in Nigeria love it. But bro, man, before you play one track he made in Lagos in the club, Bruh, you know, you go you go bump a lot a whole lot more tracks before you get to the Made in Lagos uh-huh. set. I was saying that it is the is the record that they play when they first open the club. Just to it's a nice album. First. It's a nice album, bro, but that is not the pulse of what Afrobeats in Nigeria is. You know there's this thing where the foreign foreign in uh, the music industry abroad are trying to now give us a new form of Afrobeats, different right. from the Afrobeats that we have here in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. What we are listening to in Nigeria right now is different from what the music industry in America and UK want to push. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and so, so the boys here on ground are killing it. So I, I think like the the point I made saying that um, like you know 
pop culture has left whiskey. So that's what that's what makes a hit. Like you make a hit when you have the cross of the culture with you, right? Yeah. Whiskey doesn't have it. What saved him was he didn't chase hit in on this album. He just decided yeah. to do like good records, and that was what saved him. If he had chased hit, like what like he did on Sandman, he wouldn't have got it. So he, I think yeah. he, Oh, so, sorry, so, 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 so on the other side. So I think oh, yeah. he, he kind of understood. He understood his place in the game, and was like, okay, uh, I think I would be better off not chasing hits and just bringing out quality music that can grow on people. And that's why Made in Lagos has been, yeah, uh, has been successful. That's like one of my favorite albums since it came out. I like. I think I bombed that album once every week. Like Made in Lagos actually, like, is actually a good album. It puts together album. But he's lucky that he was able to see his place in the game. And it, it takes a lot of humility to say, bro, I can't give you guys his right now. What, what I can give you guys is the good music and, you know, play it's like a song that feel, I can play to my strengths. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I also feel it's because he has been detached from Lagos for a while. He's been, he's been in London for years now. And, bro, at the end of the day, when you need the source, you have to come back home. Nobody does better than Lagos. No, no city does better than Lagos. When it comes to this sound, and I think he just uh, that's why that's what gives Davido the edge because Davido is always back in Lagos and he works with a lot of people mm. who are actually on. Look at Mayoko now, Mayoko is like the hottest one of the hottest out now. And Mayoko gave him like two killer killer singles on his album. Wow. So I think for for Wiz, he just pretty safe, you know what? I'll give you good music and people accepted it. But let's say he was chasing hits, bruh, you know, go find out. Yeah. So, mm. somebody speaking speaking of david do what do you guys think about uh, first what do you think about this uh the better time album and what do you guys think about the his sound uh possibly getting stale you know when he has peruzzi and Mayoko or whoever writing for him and then Mayoko, so, uh, peruzzi puts out music and it sounds like david do and david do puts out music and it sounds like peruzzi do you think like it's time for him to kind of switch things up I the problem is problem is that davido is now facing what whiskey is facing <laughs> The game has changed, and people are now calling for artists to be better what they are doing. If you are doing Lamba, your Lamba has to even make sense, like a Rema. If you are doing a love song, you are not playing on the Fireboy and Joe Boy level. You'll be found out, and it's being found out right now. You know, people are tired of him and Peruzzi. The new Peruzzi record with David I can't listen to that, but I've heard that star before, too many times. Mayoko is cool, because Mayoko has the sound of the streets with him. But now, people want more from David Elevate your standard. There's nothing wrong with a better time album. A better time album, the format he used on that album, the same format he used on his first album and second album. What's Just put a lot of hits there. Put a lot of hits there and people dance. But now, people are t- like, bro, we have better artists now giving us better albums, better songs, better lyrics. So, bro, you better step up your game. And I felt that that was disconnection right at that time. And you know, Bonner was hot also. And uh, a lot of people are supporting Bonner now. Over there. Still on, okay, Steve, do you have anything to say about on, on that? Yeah, I just feel the I don't see I don't see the video as someone who has an, a good album in him. Um, mm. I don't think he's an album artist. And the way I look at the video, the video Facts. yeah, like that's that that's four projects right now, four projects now, yeah. right? If you yeah. Add, yeah, he doesn't have the depth. He doesn't have the depth. He doesn't have the depth for an album. But mm. I, I still expect the video to give us one hit, like give us one hit this year, honestly. Like I, I oh, obviously, the video. Uh-uh. no, so, uh, no. But, but in terms of album, fi- it's not so much. In terms of he, in terms of he, to hook up by crook, the video. Yeah, hook up yeah, by crook, he, the video he, must have. Guy, yeah, guys, yeah, yeah, it, lab. Bro, this guy had this boy had fame last year. I never expected it, but he did it. Fame, fame, fame turned into a political anthem. 
it turned into a political anthem, bro. So, don't underestimate the video. You will give. You will always be there. But if you are looking for a, if you are looking for a five over five album, you might never give it up. No, no, never. Do thirty big video. Okay. They've ganged up on him though. Like I feel like Whiskey Dan, Bonaboy, it, it, it feels like they, they're ganging up on Davido though. Because they're teaming up and last year there was this whole drama on Twitter and stuff like that when they were throwing shots at each other. There's still drama now because yeah, I follow I, I follow like Davido's crew and I follow Bonaboy's crew and they've been throwing shots at each other since like two days. Yeah. So there's always drama. Yeah. And it's, Whiskey, it's all about ego. Whiskey that put like he restrict my airflow or something because he didn't want to say he choked or, or some shit. <laughs> the, the issue right now is the three of them are vying to be the kings of the king of Afrobeat. But all of them are like on their nobody's going to give anybody any room. So there's going to be friction no matter what. It's just normal. Mm. It's, go, it's going to happen no matter what. Mm. Uh, I wanted to ask you about Tino 30 BG. Like, have you guys listened to Perez's album by the way? Just, just okay. I couldn't well, listen to everything. Okay, okay. I personally think it's too long. Wow. I I, I like the album and I I, th- I thought I thought it was uh, better than I liked it better than uh, a better time. And I felt like I don't know because they kind of have the same kind of sounds. I felt like maybe um, for artists that are on that um, the video, for instance, Mayoko and uh, Peruzzi, like um it's a little bit difficult for them to like really gain that success that they need or that that's attention they need because they, they have a big artist like david do that is kind of taking their sound in on their label so what do you guys think I about think that so. you, okay mm. i think mayor is playing at the level he can play mayor who is a lamba artist and i don't think he can be greater than where he's playing right now for peruzzi i think peruzzi is fine just writing records with david honestly I think mm. if he doesn't drop an album again for the rest of his life, he'll be okay. I don't... I think they're all playing at that level. There's nothing... I don't see them being A-list artists. A-list, both Mayoko and... Because Mayoko, let's be factual, even though we love his music, he's gimmicky. He's a very gimmicky mm. artist. Facts. He steals me- melodies from a lot of places and just mm. has it all together and just... You know, so I don't see him do the long run at all. He's just where he's supposed to be right now. Um, I also okay. I wanted to ask about um, the because you guys were really, you guys always had like uh, really strong takes about the rap game in Nigeria now. Oh and, my uh, lord! Why? Why? <laughs> 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 right. So like, I just I just wanted to see what you guys think right now, and also you guys also had strong takes. This is another question. You guys strong takes about Black Bones and his antics. And what he was doing on social media, and you guys had a very big argument with Jess and how uh, she was making the point about um, that he doesn't have any option, that he had to find a way to push himself, put himself out there, and just that whole discussion. What do you think about now that he's actually giving us the music, or he has put out an album now and that he's doing pretty well? So, what do you guys think about Black Bones now, and and as opposed to what you thought before? See what do you talk? I said the album is doing pretty well. <laughs> yes, bro, 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 bro. bro, what's pretty well, bro? Let's let's try a different. I mean, is this screenshot now posted it on charts or something like that? Baba, like, Baba, <laughs> everybody. If I drop if I drop EP tomorrow, I go give you screenshots. <laughs> I drop my screenshots, bro. And um, for my issue with Black Ones was that 
the caricature he was putting out was over over it was overshadowing it was overtaking the music. Uh, mm. I still feel that way. I believe he's a talented artist, but I don't know why he's jumping from genre to genre right now. He started as a rapper, yeah, yeah. he did dancehall. Now he wants to be like Pretty Boy Dio. I don't know why. Yeah. I've listened to his album. There are a few tracks that are good on it, you know. I feel that uh, I feel he also has a label label issue. Like they are not doing the best for him promotion wise. Well, it is what it is. He is where he's right now. Some people love him. Some people don't like him. That's it. Some would even say that he's even doing copying, um, switching to remaster now because there was this song that I think it was what was this song the Okuchi that you played that was it sounded ha- like Haba. Ha- I think it was Haba. No, 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 it wasn't Haba. Um, was bling, 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 bling. Bling, 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 bling. Oh, oh, oh with uh, with uh, Moses and with Buju and uh, Buju and Amari. Yeah, there was. Yeah. But then uh, they're in right now, so he has to find a way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do their album. How about the rap game now, sir? Number one. Who's rapping now? You guys. Ask Steve. Steve is a very identity pop fan. Very pop fan. There's not. There's nothing to look forward to in Nigerian rap. To be very honest. Um. <laughs> There's nothing. Apart from some underground artists last year, um, I enjoyed Payback's album, Cult. Um, I enjoyed, um, what's this guy's name? Bazzini's album last year. Um, he released yeah. it last year. Um, there's one other album, again. album that I enjoyed. There's one, there's one other rap album that I enjoyed last year. But it's, it's definitely from, not, not nothing from the popular rappers. It's just like the underground um, rappers that, that brought out good work last year but apart from that nothing much nothing much the only thing that would have assigned us this year assigned us this year was the vector and my project does not i think i don't think it's coming anymore so nothing um, you're excited about that you're excited about that yeah i, I was man bro okay. i didn't i didn't like that song they put out together man i, I felt like it could have been too. better considering all the years of uh, back See, and forth and it was just i have too many i have too much i have too much headache with nigerian hip-hop right now but I don't even know where to begin where to start. Like, I listened to like two projects on South Africa recently. I'm like, bruh, these guys are ahead of us. <laughs> Do you know that yeah. real music in Africa belongs to Ghana? Ah, sorry. Right now. Ah, sorry. Now. Sorry goes crazy at parties here. Like when Ghanaians. Sorry is yeah. sorry is like the big hit. There's a there's a drill culture. There's a drill culture in Ghana, and Facts. I even decided to even listen to drill songs in Ghana. And I found out that these boys were speaking in their language. If you tell your average Nigerian rapper to speak in his language, ah, uh, you're so offended the gods of hip hop. So I don't even bother with them. They'll continue to language wherever they are, and the real people will continue to make the money they want to make. I mean, that's mm. We've had one drill hit though. That I see, I saw, I see. His name because before. because he used he used Ibo, right? Yeah. I, I said it. Yeah. The boy rapped yeah, in Ibo. Yeah. Is that um, I, Snake Agua part or something that people yeah. are singing? Yeah. yeah. Then you will not come. You will not come all the way from wherever you are. You'll not be rapping as if you are from Brooklyn. First of all, we don't have we don't have we don't have gang like serious drill gang culture like we they have in Chicago or New York. Then you're not be talking about you kind and Uzi killing people, bro. For real, I don't. How would people not connect to you? I I wonder why Naramali is making money and Zlatan is making money. <laughs> Zlatan, I'm I'm still surprised he's been so relevant for so long. Like he's been working. Like I thought it was going to fall off. 
once Zanku fell off, but Zlatan, maybe because I follow him on Instagram, but it still seems like he's still very relevant <laughs> in the next That's all I can say. Yeah, he's, because he's the artist yeah. that like, is always one hit. Like, if they don't yeah. get a hit, they might fade off. So he, he mm. needs to always get a hit every quarter yeah. to sustain himself. He's not in a very good place, brand-wise. He's been trying what to force. Guys, what do you guys think them. about that? What do you guys think about that torture song that did? Horrible, yeah. horrible, 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 yeah. horrible. Okay, yeah, nice one. He's yeah, been trying to force thing. a dance, bro. He's, he, <laughs> this is not even the first song. The last song, he tried to do one dance too. The one too before, he tried to add like a dance to it too. But they all did not pop. Like they're just not. Good. It's not just. It's just not good music. That at the end of the day. Like yeah, I said, right. he's struggling. He's struggling to get a hit, and yeah. he might luckily get one. He might not get one. Who knows? Who said? Naramali, Naramali, like that one too. Problem, he, too. He was everywhere for a while. Though. Malians were like but, mad people everywhere. My problem with Naramali is that he, like when he first came on the scene with all those like string of hits, um, Sopi, uh, Upotoi, all those ones, it's like he has something to say, and he was using shock value. To say those things, but now I don't think he has anything to say, so he's just using shock value for no reason. Like this song that he has, doesn't there's nothing, it's not there's no end. To, I don't see the end product behind that, you know. Yeah. He was he's not addressing anything, so he is now on that chase of a one which I need a hit, and that is where you don't want to be in Nigeria because everybody can drop a hit. So I want you don't get your hit, you're out of the game, like that. Uh, what do you guys think about the last murder and like you know the acceptance? Ah, uh, uh, you know, King of Lagos, King of Lagos, Liver, Liver. Now MBD is the hot mm. boy now. Make nobody touch him. He's the hot boy. Is that his song? The, the hot boy. The cash up song. Is that the hottest song in Adriana or? Bro, that's it. That's a that's a national anthem. That's a prayer point. That song is a prayer point. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Even here too, ah. the song is going in clubs here. Yeah, ah. Um, yeah, that's a cash up. Everybody is going crazy. I think that's, I think that's even faded. He has like a two or three new songs, but it's like, he's like, he's the culture right now of Lagos. Like, that, that whole street culture that is very big right now in Lagos, he's the face of it. I'm um, honestly, that's one artist that I don't understand. Like, the hype behind you don't him need to, and, and the music. What do you, you don't need to understand him. You don't need to understand him. I don't, understand don't, him. I, I don't get it. <laughs> he's great, please. You know what? Bro, guy, come to Lagos December. And watch Belashwanda, you will get it. Hmm. Hmm. This one you're telling us to come. The way Nigeria is looking now, this one will come. Are we sure that we will be able to go back? Because <laughs> I, after I you cannot, come like this, they will kidnap you. From I can't the guarantee your safety. Like I can't guarantee your safety. I just said you should come. I can, that one is left to you <laughs> and the kidnappers. <laughs> Oh boy, yeah. Sultan, if they pick you up like this, that's for like 10 mil, like, we'll just start defining nah, nah. for you. I know my pops is not paying. Uh, it's like you can carry him. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Yeah. I mean, do you have any, you guys have any other questions, man? Yeah, before, glad... before, before I wrap up, I'm Yeah, time don't go. I don't like to you. It's like, it's like, eight, it's like 8 o'clock here. So, uh, it's like 8 o'clock here. Yeah, imagine what this is for them. Uh, right, I know, right, that, right, yeah, right. that's what I'm saying. Like, because I know it's probably so like time, one. Don't say six now, your bedtime, but still now, no day. Yeah, relax. You know, OT2 is a grandpa, so I'm trying to make sure he gets his good night's sleep, you know. Like, Steve, okay. Like, grandpa, grandpa, Steve. So, sleepers, we have this sleeper section, like, you know, similar to the Joe Bodin pod and all the other pods where. 
we like to say what music we listen to and stuff like that like usually we yeah. play but i mean there's a lot of us on here so you guys just say the songs like what song um, you guys can start first what songs are you guys vibing with and stuff like that but, let me check my playlist though because i don't know I don't think I can remember their names anymore, but Do you still have like uh, a did you publish like a playlist or something one time like that? Oh uh, yes. That was a long time ago. Yeah, you don't update it anymore. <laughs> but I have a private playlist where I don't listen to songs I like. Oh. Because also sometimes when you have a public playlist, everybody's begging you to really focus on songs that yeah, really focus on songs that I like. Um, there is this guy that DJ Tunes is working with, his name is Jay Anthony. Right, he has a song called River. That song is bad. Like when it comes to R&B, like like fuck boy R&B, that's the song right there. She say you're so bad, ratchet Namian. We from California, we only waited down. If we catch a misdemeanor, ears then collide. We lack communication, but that's the way she like. Nah, 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 nah. She only rap designer. Her father own a business, she got her own supplier. So tell me what you like. She say you're so nice, and even though you're risky, I swear you want me tight. Hey girl, you want me pillow? Mm. It's like a river when it's walk and the fuck I come down. Swear this on me like a river. I'm no beginner, but me fuck you like we never fucked before. Hey girl, you want me pillow? Mmm. It's like a river when it's walk and the fuck all come down. Swear it's on me like a river. Mmm. I'm no beginner, but me fuck you like we never. Have you heard differently? Differently? By yeah, differently is a jam. But you listen to River. But you listen to River. Bruh, that boy is nasty. Jay Anthony is nasty. Hmm. It sounds like Roy Woods. Like it reminds me of like Canada, Roy Wood, yeah. Canada that Canada sound, yeah, yeah. Um, Steve, what about you? What, what, what? Like, what's your sleeper? Like, what songs or artists are you vibing with now? Homie just dropped the project um, called Bad River Dive for two years. So Zulu Sage and Don Danso. So check out uh, Mandate 2 by Zulu Sage and Don, Sa- Don Danso featuring King Kai. Yeah. Stretching rubber band gang, yeah. At the in the street now, she a fan, yeah. Asking who gay, tell a man, yeah. 
Hunting for the cash like with the money. They ask you who they tell a man. They only root we they follow be the money. We pay, pay, pay. Make a move, cause a bad Monday. I never play with my pay, pay, pay. We know they go less than money. Day. The party don't start soon. Where you did? The party just hit, so I'm on my way. If them try, we go spray, spray, spray. But never that nigga, we no play. Me, my sleeper is um body remix by um Russ Tion Wayne and there's this Wimbo guy, bro. His name is RD. Let, let me quickly play you his verse, bro. Listen to this verse. This verse has been stuck in my head for like the past like two days. English girl named Fiona. Big bad girl named Abiola. Body yodi shape like cola. Back up, back up, bring it to the owner. When I'm still up on the rose, cause I left. Still trying to my bros on the tank. Mm-hmm. Fuck that, man, I don't give a F. What you wanna get, smoke cigarette? English, English girl named Fiona. African girl, Adiola. Body, body shaped like cola. Back up, back up, hey, come closer. Vida loca. High as a cat, never sober. Shit python, hit him with a cobra. Free up my bro, Casanova. Bad man persona. Bad man alone can control her. Sorry, sorry, your sister. He's a new boy. I'm in love with her body. Yeah, I'm in love with her body. If I beat it right, we're in a journey. Adiola, I wanna roll with the geese. Yeah, that hard. The original remix, that boy hard. Up in my hotel, billing it. Billing you it. can do what you like, darling. Hardy, oh, don't give it. Still get brain while I smoke cigarettes. White boy wasted, coke get a wet. But my big brown in love, roll with a zest. I'm a English boy, but I'm so bloody lit. Yo, Tizzy, my killie, I'm litty and burst. And nobody comes silly, pull up to the AP. Could be gonna get busy, the king of my city for real. I'm still up on the rolls, gonna left. Ooh, man, that would be bull, bro, man. That Adiola, Adiola wants to, that shit has been stuck in my head, bro. Like, but, yeah. Mushakwe, do you have any sleepers? No, not this week. okay. Oh, okay, my sleeper is called Wine by Yeah, so that's been the episode, guys. Hope you guys enjoy it. For all the listeners, all the Nigerian podcast listeners, the Loose Talk OG listeners, I know you guys will probably love this episode. I'm glad we could bring it to you. AOT2, thank you for coming on. Steve, you're not yep, here, yep, yep. but 
also thank you too for coming on really appreciate it you know thank you guys for fucking with our pod and yeah man see you guys um later when is this coming out is it coming out no nah, next week next week monday yeah i cool, cool, cool. yeah so I cool. yeah we'll send you the link hopefully you you see it now you respond though <laughs> Yes, yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah, yeah. I appreciate no, you for sure, man. Yeah. Definitely like all these Nigerian artists. <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna say you feel like say they're too big to uh, <laughs> to put to repost some shit, man. It, yeah. it is what it is, man. All right, uh, thanks again, guys. Appreciate you, and uh, yeah, right, so yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure this this episode will definitely shake shake the nation, man. I'm, I'm definitely hopefully, looking forward to that. hopefully, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I have a... Yeah, bye. Yeah. Alright. Bye. Alright, good shit. Let me go. Yeah, that was, that bro, was that shit episode. that shit sounded like loose talk, bro. I was so like <laughs> yeah. geek, bro. bro. Niggas are gonna enjoy this episode, bro. Fuck is the big day, bro. Bro, yeah. it's so nice listening to him, bro. It's fucking bro. Oh, you guys, nah, are, you guys now to make me look like the only fanboy I be. Nah, yeah. bro, I was with you. I was right there with you, bro. Okuchi's Instagram, Okuchi puts this. Yeah, yeah, but look at you. I have so many things to say. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That was not the point of the this thing, Yeah, 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 yeah. You go do it before. Is this the first time? What are you talking about? Like, I, that's that's more like Ade's lane now. I know the you know what I'm saying. I know the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was expecting the next one to just be Green Circle or something. <laughs> 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 Chill, <laughs> man. I'm a good boy.